I don't know who needs to hear this, but starting tomorrow, there's 116 consecutive nights of hockey coming. Oh, man. Let's go. The wings are not out of it yet. (laughs) Everybody's got a clean slate. Hockey season is starting. It's going to be on almost every night. We started a fantasy hockey league. We got people to participate. How many, Greg? Ten. Well, minus us. Eight. We got a full league. Yep. And we'll talk about it. Life is good, people. This week. I am fired up. On Top 5 for Fighting. And we got a special guest. Guess what? A credible special guest. On Top 5 for Fighting. This week. (laughs) It's hockey season. (laughs) We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just <laughs> hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. I legitimately have not seen you this giddy in a long time. <clears throat> it's. I'm telling you, Greg, it's like Christmas morning. It's just. But, Mike, it's January. Mike, there's so much football on. The National Championship game was last night. The NFL playoffs are going. I don't care. Why? Well, you do. I okay. You do. But you're excited right. that you have hockey. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I care this much. Because why? Now, tomorrow, puck drop, baby. Well, now you can have hockey Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can still watch it all day Saturday and catch some playoff games and then watch it all day Sunday and catch some playoff games. And then you've got a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Guess what, Greg? What? Wings are in first place. Tied for first. I was going to say, Wings are tied for first tied place. Tied for first. Who do they play opening night? Opening night, don't care. No, I'm just, I, 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 no, I, no, I'm just asking. I think it's New Jersey. I, I'm literally, like, my f- brain is so fried because it's it's here. It's like Thursday's Christmas. Like, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. They play Thursday? There's games, like, there's national games. Uh, Tampa mm-hmm. opens up with Chicago. We don't talk about them. Chicago, that is. As long as Tampa um, wins. Thursday night. The Wings play, they open up at home, and then Saturday night they have another home game against Carolina. Saturday night, guess what this guy's doing? Watching hockey. So, yeah, I'm, needless to say. Ooh, Saturday night is... um... Bills. Ooh. But, needless to say, Greg. Yeah, Yeah, Saturday is the Bills. You can always, I mean, you can still picture in picture or flip back and forth, or you can put one of them on the tablet and have the other one on the TV. I'm excited. Okay. Well, good for you. I busted out the scarf, Greg. Yeah, I see that. Listen, for those of you that that are are listening, obviously, thank you. But I'm telling you what, this is going to be a YouTube-friendly show. There's a lot of visual stuff going on. There's a lot of red. There's a lot of red. red. Looks like somebody might have been shot up in this bitch. I busted out (laughs) because it's a special occasion. Oh, fair enough. Because we have a special guest. Oh, we do? Big-time special guest. Credible special guest, Greg. Nice. I busted out my scarf. 
My Red Wings, I guess you can call it a soccer scarf. I I love it. The jersey that I wore to the game that I went against New Jersey, they won in overtime with all of my buddies. My crew, if you're on YouTube, look at the little picture down below in the middle. It's my boys. Yes. From back home in Detroit that we all went to the game. Um, Phil, Ken, Ryan, Ryan from State Farm. He's wearing khakis. Um, He still hasn't called us back. My... Legendary listener Philip Eddy, of uh-huh. course. Hey, Phil. Yep. There's your mention um, this week, buddy. And then uh, another mention, Nick. Nick Dimitia. Nick Dementia? May as well be, because that old <laughs> fuck won't listen to podcasts. Even if it's mine, he won't listen. The hell, man. Phil teases him all the time. You know what? We're going to talk shit about Nick because we know he's not listening. Good enough. Fuck that guy. I love that guy. What's up, Nick? Nick is great. Damn it, man. Nick is the angriest sports fan ever. Oh, he's oh he's angry. Is he worse than me? So angry. Oh, worse. Ooh. Nick, Ooh. when it comes to sports, is the get off my lawn guy. Phil told true story. This is a true story. <laughs> according, I think you fucking took some pills when you went in the bathroom. <laughs> according to Phil, <laughs> one day afternoon or evening, Michigan lost a football game. Mm-hmm. Nick kicked everybody out. So you guys got to go. Wow. Now. I've never done that. But you just the, don't invite him back. I, <laughs> true story. That'll change this year. Okay. That'll change this year. What I did in 09 when we lost to Pittsburgh in the uh, Stanley Cup final, game seven, had a party, a lot of people over, a couple of Pittsburgh fans, my mistake. I just left. I went for a walk. I excused myself at what we call pulling an Amy. Amy's known for... Out the back door without anybody noticing. She's home in bed before anybody notices she's gone. So we now call it pulling an Amy. That's nice. what I did. Good enough. It's hockey season. I'm excited. I, I me too. I, me too. I, I I like hockey. I like hockey a lot. Um, You're coming along nicely, sir. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, we, you you mentioned we started a we we talked about anybody that wanted to join. Um, we we did a fantasy hockey league. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. We've got. Um, How about my team name? We, yeah, I loved it. Boats, Boats and House. Boats and House. <laughs> I was kind of happy with mine. Oh, we had some good ones. I got mine is a slap shot my ass and call me Sally. Love it. Um. Uh, there's a couple of them that are actually pretty good. I liked them all. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I got to draft where I typically draft ninth out of ten again. And I tried to ease your mind. It's not as bad in hockey. No, it's not. There's so much more talent. It's, it's not as bad in hockey, but I mean, you still, you don't get one of those top five or six. You know what I mean? You're like, all right. Because in football, after the second round, it's all shit. Yeah, that's true. Hockey's that's true. not the case. I, I agree. It, it's it's a little different, but. Hey, it'll be good dry run. It's our first time. Yeah. Yeah. So we got. Uh, Never forget your we first, got, Greg. Yeah. I can't remember his name, though. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we got my brother Ash is in it, and we got Adam from Detroit Sports Podcast. We have a friend. Yep. Of, we have a friend of mine uh, who is a huge Lightning fan, Barb McQueen. She's mm-hmm. in it. She's been on uh, the podcast that Susan and I do a couple times. Uh, who else do we have? We got two friends oh, of yours. Whoa, McQueen's a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I Barb's feel a girl. Bad now. Don't feel bad. It was funny because she. Okay, she, so so the back the backstory there is no no. She's a big Lightning fan. She loves hockey. She's a big Lightning fan, but she's like a lot of people. She loves the sport, but she loves her team, right? Because she she's busy. She doesn't have time. So she tells me, she goes, I mean, who, who how does it work? I said, well, you, you draft all the players. She goes, yeah, I'd love to do it. I'd love to try it. 
So she goes credit to her. Yeah, no, cool. And she's really nice, and she's a lot of fun. Welcome. And and she uh she she was laughing about what you said, but she got she ended up with the number one overall pick. Well, of course, with her number one pick, she picked Stamkos, which. Listen, it's a free league. It's a free league. Nobody's paying to be in it. it it's it's There's it's it's no it's risk about all fun. reward. And you just said it's hockey, so it's completely completely different. She she wants to have Stamkos because she loves Stamkos. Um, and and her team name is Stammer Time, which is a pretty cool name, I'm sure. But you made the comment: Does the first draft pick come with an extended hospital stay? And I'm on the phone with you, going, "Be nice, be Dude, nice." Literally, and you're like you're like I am. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, that was. I mean, it wasn't. No, it was. It was great smack talk. I just, I, I didn't want it. It was a pulled punch. I mean, dude, I don't hate Stamkos by any means, I but thought, he's just always hurt. I thought it was hysterical. I just know that sometimes somebody says something and you come back. You, you get pre. <laughs> when you, when you talk shit, I know that you're talking shit because I know you. But some of the stuff you say, say is like really right to the quick, really quick. You know what I mean? Like just going for the jugular, which I'm okay with. But sometimes, if you don't know people like that, but never personal. No, it's never personal. It's never personal. I was just I, years I, of practice. But yes, yeah, she she is a she is a woman. Good. Um, and uh, we got a couple of your guys that you used to work with, and yep. a couple of guys that you know from Canada. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Yeah, boats and house. Boats and house. I got Vasilevsky. I mean, I took Vasilevsky with the sec with my second pick, so I, I was okay with that. Uh, hey, look, we're so new to this fantasy right. hockey stuff. That, right. I mean. Who are we to say what's a bad pick or not? We'll keep you guys updated. Maybe we'll give an update each week since it's I was a... just happy to get Connor McJesus. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You got, you got Connor McDavid. Points for days. Yeah. Uh, uh, up there, like uh, we got one of the Canadians. Yeah. Ty, my buddy Ty from PlayStation that we met uh, from Canada. You know, uh, up there, they call there. him Connor McJesus. So I got him. So I was pretty happy. Pardon me, guys. I'm sorry. I'm excited. Uh, for those of you watching, I'm excited too. I really am. Because now it'll be. Like I like hockey, I really do, but it's not it's not like football to me. So when I watch hockey, I have to have a vested interest in the game I'm watching. Right. Like if I turn a game on and the Blackhawks are playing, I'm rooting for whoever they're playing, right? I'm rooting for whoever Chicago's playing. Yeah. Um, that that type of situation. But now I can go, oh shit, I got a guy in this game, or I got a couple guys in this game. And so it there's a lot of people that don't like fantasy. We asked Richard to be in it, and Richard said no because fantasy ruins all sports for me. And I see where I see where he's coming from to a point because he's he if you don't. If you're a Bucks fan and you don't have Brady and you're watching the Bucks play, you are now torn about whether, like, if you're playing against Brady that week, do I want Brady to have a good game or do am I or do I do I want to win? You know what I right. mean? So I can see where he's coming from. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Me, I always put my team winning above me winning in fantasy, unless there's a lot of money involved, and then fuck them, they're already rich. Yeah. So. But I get it. So it, it gives you it gives you more of a reason to tune into something that you wouldn't normally tune into. And I'm okay with that. I'm on board. I'm excited for it. And I, I don't have that problem because with hockey, I can separate the two. Right. One, there's no risk in it because we didn't have to pay to do anything. Yeah. I can't win. So I, I know that's out. But I'm looking forward to having fun with it. Yes, for um, sure. Football this year, it was all about winning. because And it was stressful. And, you know, I'm I'm still reeling from the... What do you want? Prison shower that was the the, the final game for me. Um, Tay Adams. But but anyway, it's uh, I'm I'm excited for it because why, Greg? Hockey's back. Hockey's back. Yep. All right. All right. You want to start the show now? I. Oh shit! Did I not hit record again? (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be the first time, ladies and gentlemen, at all. I wish that we had cameras for behind the scenes shit for when. (laughs) 
We're 30 minutes into a, an episode, and Greg looks at me with that corpse look and goes, <sighs> "Yeah, he's like, he's like, what? Is it not recording? <laughs> it's just face and hands, and I, I, and I, and again, you're missing out if you're not watching this on YouTube. I agree. This is a very visual show today. Yeah, I, I agree. It is. But yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I don't have a lot to talk about this week. That's not the playoffs, the NFL playoffs. Cause I mean, we just recorded last Thursday, so we have our update on that. Um, I didn't see a lot of stuff over the weekend that wasn't football. Um, I, yeah, you're right. And plus we had to make room for our special hockey guest, special guest today. Yeah. We hope you guys like hockey cause we'll probably be talking about it for a little while, but, um, Which not, I'm not, not the whole show, really but still, excited about. yeah, he's a, he's a big name. So we were lucky to get it. Well, a big name. As far as we're concerned, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Here's a tease: Detroit sports talk show personality award winner, 2007 sports talk radio host of the year of the year. Credibility, folks. Yeah, we got for sure. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about the NFL real quick? The playoffs. We can recap it. I mean, is there anybody that's not excited for the Browns except everyone in Pittsburgh? What? Speaking of prison showers. Holy hell! Well, you can't turn you can't turn the ball over on your first four drives of a game and win it, especially when you I, do it in your own when you when you do it in your own territory. For first play of the game, yeah, they spotted them twenty. They spotted them twenty eight points. Last time I saw that happen was in a Super Bowl, a snap over the head. It yep. wasn't a touchdown, but it was a, a safety. It, yeah, it was a safety. Like, was, that was against what? that was the ass beating that the Seahawks gave the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just, it, I, in fact, we were doing our draft, our hockey draft. Yeah, and it was like. I looked at the TV. I'm like, oh shit! Did that really just happen on the first play of the game? I, you know what, man? I, we can talk about the Steelers for a minute. I know that you're not a huge Steelers fan. I'm, I'm okay with the Steelers. I mean, my brother, my brother's a big Zero. Steelers fan. My brother's a big Steelers fan, so you know, I kind of support him for him. I, I get it. Um, I do like Mike Tomlin a lot. Uh, I, I like he, he's a, he's a super class act. If I'm the Detroit Lions, I'm calling him right now. What's it going to take? I don't care what happened in the playoffs this yeah, year. I, I, I don't care about. Look at his resume. I cannot believe the meltdown that that Pittsburgh had this year. I, I, I they were eleven and zero. Then they lost to the Redskins, and they they lost to somebody else, and then they lost to somebody. Oh, they lost to like Buffalo thumped them. Uh, and I mean, the last game of the season they lost to Cleveland, but that doesn't count because they didn't play their <laughs> starters. But then, but then they lost to Cleveland again. That was the first time in uh, what thirty seven. 37 games or something that they had lost at at at, uh, at at Three Rivers. Long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, Couldn't happen to a better. I team. didn't expect. I didn't expect that game. Right. I, I was really surprised. I mean, Pittsburgh played the way I thought they would play. They threw the ball all over the field. But I mean, when the first play is a defensive touchdown because you snap it, and the next play is an interception, and the next yeah. play is an interception, and then the next play is you can't you can't spot them four touchdowns um, in the in the first half, in the first quarter. The, the other games, man, there was some there were some good games this weekend. Even though the Seattle Rams game was boring, we both called it right. We both picked the upset with the Rams. Um, yep, this guy. Yep, that guy. The the uh, that was a boring football game. But I tell you what, I I that Buffalo game was really good. Awesome. The yeah, Buffalo game was really good. I remember thinking that this is how the playoffs are going to start. I'm I'm all in. Like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then the Chicago game happened. <sighs> Did you watch any of the Nickelodeon broadcast? I saw very. I saw moments of amazing it. the slime and stuff all over the place. It's so funny and, and overwhelming. Like you know, my new favorite show in the world is the Pat McAfee show. They were all over it. 
uh, Jim Rome I listened to, um, he starts off by saying, you know, this wasn't a very good idea. It was a great idea. It was awesome. I hope they do another game and more people watch because it was entertaining as hell. Nice. So that's all there is there. So um, we can, we'll recap our picks. We both picked the Buffalo game, right? Buffalo yep. beat uh, Indianapolis. Uh, probably, probably Philip Rivers swan song, swan song. I, I we'll, think it's we'll 50-50. S- we'll see. Yep. Uh, uh, we both missed the Tennessee game. Yeah. You know what? I had didn't a, see that coming. I didn't see it coming to that degree. Of course, neither did Tennessee's defense. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, uh, you know what? Oof. If Lamar Jackson would have played half as good since the fantasy playoff started. Here it comes. As he did if the first season, if he'd have played that well the first season, I would have won every league I was in that I had him. He did shit, and then as soon as I was eliminated, he's like, oh, hey, hey, I've fucked Greg. Hey. It's time for me to turn I'm gonna it up. I'm going to play now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, you picked Cleveland. I picked Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh was going to win that one just because I thought Cleveland was like Juju said, Cleveland going to be Cleveland. Realistically, everyone probably should have picked Pittsburgh. Yeah. Realistically. Uh, we both picked New Orleans. Uh, Chicago's offense is a tire fire. Garbage. Um, Detroit level. I really, really think that they need to think about moving on from Matt Nagy because that team has that team's only gotten worse since he's been there. Um, I watched Tampa Bay struggle against a fucking seven and nine Washington team. You could say struggle, but future Hall of Famer Heineke. Did anybody see that coming? No, but that someone's like, "Oh, you can't blame the Bucks because he just played a great game." Yeah, he played it against the Bucks. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And we both picked the Rams right. Future Hall of Famer Heineke. Oh yeah. I tell you what. He might be that he might go into camp as their starter next year. I may start drinking Heineken just because of him. <laughs> He's that good. The non-alcoholic version, dude. How fun was it to watch that little guy run that one touchdown dive that he had? Epic. It was it was good. It, it was really it good. It was fun to watch. Now, granted, I'm glad that Tampa won. Obviously, TB43, but Heineke was just lights out. He was really. It was he, fun. He was to watch. really good. I agree. Stories like that make the NFL more fun to watch. That's just me. Well, he's a guy that's bounced around. Yeah. You know, we've talked about the, the people that, you know, go from here to there. Bounced um, around. Dude was doing algebra at Old Dominion not too long ago. Yeah, he was. And here he is, you know, competing, almost pushing it to a win against Tom Brady. They they might. It'd be silly if he doesn't go into camp as their starter next year. Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. First round, first ballot Hall of Famer. His Madden score right now is 97. <laughs> All right, Just so saying. so this week uh, we've got four pretty damn good football games. I'm going to say three pretty damn good football games and one that I I'm going to I'm going to say is going to be an ass beat, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Okay, let's start out with Green Bay, L.A. Rams. Green Bay all day. I'm predicting an ass whooping. See, this is where, even though last week I said the NFC Championship game was going to be Green Bay and Tampa. Two reasons why I say that. One, it's in Green Bay. Yes. B weather. It's not going to be great. You pull, you pulled a home alone. Uh, it was so funny. Um, I, I agree with the weather not being good, but here's the thing: I think the Rams have a really good running game. Oh, that was the reason I picked the upset last week. And I think the Rams have a really good defense. Yes. And the last time that Green Bay played a good defense, they lost. In fact, they lost all three times. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discounting Aaron Rodgers. 
I anticipated Green Bay having to play um, either Tampa Bay or, excuse me, uh, Kansas City or somebody else. I, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't sure Los Angeles was going to move through, and I picked those two teams last week because I didn't think about you know the the the, the numbering. If Jared Goff is healthy and he can make some passes, Los Angeles, because let's face it, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in football right now. 100%. Jalen Ramsey's one of the top five defensive backs in the NFL. However, if they take him away. If Lamar Jackson could throw it to himself like Bugs Bunny, he would be the best receiver in football. Wouldn't that be awesome to see? Wouldn't that be great? Lamar Jackson drops back. He throws the ball deep. Lamar Jackson catches it one hand to dive into the end zone. Lamar Jackson kicks the extra point. It's like fucking (laughs) Bugs Bunny out there. I really want to pick Green Bay here. I really do. But th- Even, this this is my problem. It's Tuesday, and I don't know how healthy Jared Goff's going to be next week. Uh, history, especially as a Detroit fan, miserable Detroit fan, might I say, it's I, I know better than to pick against Aaron Rodgers at I Lambeau. I know, man. I know. In the cold, in the weather. That defense, though. That defense is so good. He is a goddamn sorcerer at Lambeau Field. I'm going to pick Green Bay, but yeah. but I'm going to say right now that if the Rams win this game, I will not be one bit surprised. I will say not I'm one bit rooting surprised. for L.A., but I just can't. But what do they always say, Greg? Bet with your head, not your heart. I agree. I agree. I, my head says Green Bay all day. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 mine too. That. Mine too. So it is written. Let it. This is the way. All right. <laughs> uh, Good one. I will go first on this one. Kansas City and Cleveland. I think this is the ass-beating game that we're going to talk about. I think Kansas City's got this one, and I don't think it's going to be close. I, I mean, now, Kansas City has not looked that good the second the, the last five weeks of the season. I get it. But it's still Kansas City, and and it's Cleveland. You know what I mean? Here, here's why I say it's going to be a beatdown. Cleveland is significantly better than they have been in a long time. Significantly better. But their back end on the defense... They need some defensive backs, right. and I think Mahomes with between Kelsey and and um, Tyreek Hill and um, uh, Michael Hardman and Sammy Watkins. I just think I think it's just way too much. I don't think they can keep up. Kansas City going to Kansas City. Uh, okay, so you got Kansas City. Uh, I don't now. Again, I would love for David to beat Goliath in this. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be an awesome story. Mm-hmm. I will root for Cleveland as far as they go. I just they're the champs for a reason. I don't hate Cleveland. Uh, no, Cleveland. I, it's just one of those teams that you're always like. It's it's like the Bucks were in the '70s and '80s. That's the Bucks. I've grown to love Cleveland. You know why? Because they beat Pittsburgh. Besides that, I mean, obviously, but it's if Cleveland can turn it around, why can't Detroit? Took oh, Cleveland, that's right, front office. It took Cleveland 19 years to find the right front office and right head coach and well, right quarterback. In fairness, we've been rebuilding since 1957. That's true. That's very true. Detroit going to Detroit. Right Here, Juju. Yep. <laughs> right Juju. Right Juju. Um, this, in my opinion, might be the game of the week. Buffalo and Baltimore. Oof. Heavyweight fight. Heavyweight fight. Like Please. now, does Baltimore keep that up? Do they keep that pace? I'm gonna tell you what, Buffalo's defense has not impressed me the last month and a half. That offense just puts them in a position to win. I agree. What's your pick? I went first last time. I'm going to say, right now, Tuesday. (laughs) You literally took, like, 
You literally took shots of something in the, like a B12 <laughs> shot or something. Because I, I don't think I've ever seen you like this at this table. This is so awesome. So it be said. Okay. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. The day before the NHL season kicks off, for, for, for the record, <laughs> Bill's Mafia puts the Ravens through a table. Flaming table. I'm taking the Bills. In a close one. A nail biter. Yeah. Um, I'm saying by four. Damn. I don't know. I mean, I think um, I think Tennessee's got a pretty damn good defense with the best with the best running back in the NFL. Wait, are they playing Baltimore or Tennessee? No, they play. They're playing Baltimore. Okay, but yeah, ten, yeah, yeah, Tennessee. Okay, you're saying compared they to shut, West, okay. I mean, they shut Tennessee down. I was like, did I just fuck that whole thing up? No, you didn't. But you know what? I said Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, so I guess I got to go with it. Yeah, I just the. That's that's a hard one to pick, man. That's a hard one to pick. It, again, you know what? I'm I might be betting with my heart here because I don't like Baltimore. I don't like Baltimore. I haven't for a long time. I don't I don't have a real reason. I, Maybe Ray Lewis, even though he's a great football player. I, I don't have a real reason, but I just don't like him. Yeah, I mean Baltimore stabbed me numerous times as a Cincinnati fan when they had Fair. Ray Lewis. Fair. Allegedly. Stabbed me. God damn it. Right. You're like, oh, I snuck that one in right under the radar. Right under the rib cage. Right under the rib cage. <laughs> wearing a wearing a white suit, allegedly. Um that I fuck, dude, I love John Harbaugh. I mean, he sent the new defensive coordinator to Michigan when the season's over. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Um I just I, I Buffalo's just got that they're a fun team to watch. They, they just are. seem like they do whatever they have to do to win but every a, single week. But a fun team to watch changes. You know what I mean? It's like they like, listen. They legitimately struggle against Indianapolis now, I'm, and I'm not downplaying Indianapolis because Indianapolis is a good team. A lot of but good they, young talent on Indianapolis. They legitimately struggled against Indianapolis's offense. They kind of they were okay, and and, they're, and now Indianapolis defense is one of the best in the NFL, so that I'm okay with. But Indianapolis offense hasn't been high powered this year. So How about this, Matt Stafford's on the Colts. They win that game, probably. Probably I totally stole that from another. No, Matt, Sta- to today. Matt Stafford's a better quarterback right now than Philip Rivers is, but but by far, Matt Stafford's younger. He's quicker. He's more agile. I think he's got he's got a better arm strength. That's why I was saying, really, Rivers can still whip it down the field, but it takes him a second. He's right. got he's got that long wind up now. And don't get me wrong, I love Philip Rivers. I've always liked Philip Rivers, even though I hated him when he was in college. His sound bites are the best because he doesn't swear. Yeah, right. Dad Gummit. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. All right, so. Oh, uh, I want to. I want to change it to Baltimore. I really do. Do it, pussy. No. 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 All right. Sunday night's game. We close out the weekend with the tank game that means the most to me. We got Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I have to go first on this one. Go ahead, because I already got my answer. It's already signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Yep. I know that Saints. Saints have beat. You're saying Tampa Bay too. Yep. I I know For that the Saints reason. have. Go ahead. Actually, forty three reasons. Tom Brady. Never lost to a team three times in the same season. Yep. Why it's a different. Now? It's a different team than they than they were earlier in the season. I get that. I do honestly believe that New Orleans is a little overrated. Um, I I don't. I, I think that their defense is good, but I don't know that it's that good. If they have everybody back and everybody's healthy, plus they get Devin White back this week, I think it. You know, we'll see. We'll see. So we will. We have the exact same picks this week. This is the way. This is the way, so I'm not going to be able to gain any ground. I can't pick any other way. Like, I want to pick against Green Bay so bad. 
I just don't see it. Ha- I it, it, again, it's what you want, maybe not what you'll get. But we have the same picks. All right, I tell you what. No, hold on. In in fairness, because you did go. I mean, in fairness, what? Read the picks again. Uh, we both have Green Bay. We both have Tampa Bay. We both have Buffalo. We both have Kansas City. You know what? Officially, on Tuesday. Let's do this. Let's each change a game and let's see. And and I I know you don't have to. I, you, you don't have to. Well, I got one. I wouldn't mind. I I I'm on the fence about. So go ahead. You pick. You change. I am going to pick the Cinderella story to keep rolling on. Give me Cleveland. Wow. Hey, that is not the one I was going to pick. Go but... big or go home, right? All right. So I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Baltimore down. You don't have to change. I know I don't. Well, that's what everybody tells me, but I keep getting kicked out of places. <laughs> I'm not talking about your gender, Greg. Oh, I know it's the fun thing to do. I just, I just think the Baltimore. I don't know. I get it. Hey, listen. You know what? It'll make it more enticing. All right, I'm gonna. We'll have a clear cut leader after this weekend. Yep, I'm gonna put Baltimore down. All right, All right. Because since just, just because, just for the, just for the sake of the argument, do I think Baltimore is gonna win? I think they can. I just don't. I don't. You know, like, like there is no way I would bet money on any of these games. I would not bet money on any of these games. And if I had to pick one to bet on, it would be Cleveland, Kansas City, just because. Hey, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Um, so the Heisman Trophy winner had 215 receiving yards and three touchdowns in the first half of the game against Ohio State. He didn't play the second half because he broke his hand on like the second play. Yeah, see. You're missing on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, for for sure. You really he's need sleeping. to watch YouTube he's slipping this on week. the slipping on the. Um, I know, I know. You didn't care. You didn't watch it. It was not still, a down. It was still the national championship game, so I watched every play. I get it. Um, Respect it. I was thinking about this today, and when was the last time you saw a good national championship game? Let me go way back, and I think it was a Clemson Alabama game. Because we haven't seen that in you know forever. That it's was been a long time. That was the year that the Tampa championship was in Tampa. Yeah, and Clemson won like in the last couple minutes. That that was the it was last like one. Two thousand fifteen or fourteen or something. That's the last one I can remember. It was Deshaun Watson, right? So long ago, wasn't it? Deshaun yes. Watson. Yep. Yep. So, Bama's always there. And and we don't have oh, to spend a lot of time on it. No, I know. And Ohio State's always there. Do is there anything is there anything that we can do to fix a boring national championship game? Unfortunately, no. Be- oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, expand the playoffs. But if you expand the playoffs, does Alabama just win that many more games by that point? Do we have a couple of colleges that are so far ahead of the game because of the ultra level quarterback talent they have? Possibly, but force them to play more games because let's get to it let's get right down to it yes we we acknowledge that bama is up there and clemson's up there but last year lsu it, it wasn't even it, that, that game was over in two two series i mean last night's game at least went to five minutes left in the second period so i mean does expanding the does expanding the playoffs give us a better national championship game on paper no but at least it gives other people a shot it gives it, it opens do, the door. It opens the door because teams can get hot. I mean, in a, any sport, any sport, it can happen. I'm gonna tell you something. I was watching. I was watching that game last night, and I, I give I give Ohio State some credit. I think they're a little bit better than we want to say they are. I, they got a lot of talent. 
they they couldn't even begin to stop those wide receivers from Alabama. It was absolutely fucking crazy. So you have was, to take your it, word for it because I didn't watch. It was a beatdown. It was a beat, dude. It was like Devonta Smith was catching these passes. He was wide open. He caught like a forty-yard slant or a forty-yard post for a touchdown. He had a linebacker guarding him. Smart. Yeah, it's good strategy. Sar- Sar- it's a bold move, Cotton. Bold move, Cotton. Let's, Let's see, see how it, pays, how it off. pays off. Sarkeesian might just bring Texas back. Texas is back every win. Four, four times a year, Texas is back. What does that mean? Every time Texas wins a game, oh, Texas is back. Oh, no, no, no. I mean the every- fact that a fact that you have a guy that might be able to put that type of offense together. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When he goes back and you know they have a big win or something, that, that's my favorite thing every year. Oh, Texas is back. How are they? No, they're not back yet. Right. He might. But he has you, the talent. Oh, trust me, though, you hear that. Oh, every time they win a game. When they play Northwest Texas State for spot for the blind next year in Week One, and they win by fifty. Hook yeah. horns. Hook Texas them. is Hook back. <laughs> Eat a dick. Wow. I, hey, I said it. Wow, that you, was mean. You know when I said it? Day before hockey. Season Day before started. hockey season starts. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? Um. Oh, I know what I got. What do you got? Lost four pounds last week, Greg. Fuck yes! I said, I said when I that this whole thing started, right? Put your name on out there. I did. Lost four pounds. Good for you. Not supposed to weigh yourself every week, but after the first week of cutting out soda, eating better, doing yoga with the wife. Why don't you weigh yourself every week? Um, just, just you don't want to dwell on it because if you have a week where you may not have lost, but you may be shifting some flab into some show some show pieces. I weigh myself once a week. And, and I know there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to get Monday, dwelling on that. Monday afternoon, after when I come home, I take my shower. I jump on the scale butt naked. So I mean, sure, that's what you should do. You helicopter. Well, I mean, I got. Is I, there I, any I other way to I weigh yourself? I can't really helicopter because when it's on the down curve, it bounces off the floor. But oh, that hurts. It's a bitch. It it's a bitch, and it's like it's winter, so it's cold as fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Congratulations, my friend. New Year's resolutions are in full swing. Congratulations. And also, guess what? Guess what? Just to show that I'm not full of shit. Again, if you're not on YouTube, you're missing a lot of show pieces this week. Guys, he's reaching into a bag. I don't know if I should be concerned. Do we got a capital recreation here going on? It's just crack. (laughs) I knew you fucking did something in there. I'm reading a book, Greg. I got it. Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It, by Diamond Dallas Page. I said I was going to do it. It's the DDPY Yoga we're doing. Um, Watch the, on Amazon Prime, there's a documentary about him, and that's what it's called. Amazing. It's not just the yoga. It's it's like, um, what's the best way to, like success stories of people that were, in no way, shape, or form did you think they could pull off what they did. It's just like, if you really want to feel good about something, Mm -hmm. And put 2020 behind you and feel good about and just like start being more positive. What it's on Amazon Prime. It's called um, Relentless, is what it's called. Relentless. Um, some people on here that are praising for the book and everything else: Terry Crews, Chris Jericho. I mean, everybody knows Chris Jericho. Maria Menounos, David Arquette, Justin Moore. I don't know who, but the the forward was written by Mick Foley, Hall of Fame wrestler. I mean, everyone knows who Crazy Mick Foley is. Um, but yeah, I said it. I'm going to read a book. How far are, to, are you into it? I just got it today. It, it just showed up today. Nice. Amazon. Good for you. Speaking of Amazon Prime, that's who delivered it. Nice. So yeah, I'm doing it. Good for you, man. I'm going to commit. All you got to do is just do it. You just got to do it. Like Star-Lord in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to get a solo flex. I'm going to commit. <laughs> 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 or Infinity War. That's what it was. But um, that's all I got. 
How about this? Yeah. We we have to call somebody. So what do you say? We take a break. We'll All come right. back with our special guest. And then we'll rock out. Okay. With our hockey sticks out. Yes, sir. All we'll, right. We'll be right back. Fair enough. Okay, Greg, I've been babbling on about hockey long enough, but I figured it was time to get someone credible in here. So I'm super excited because not only do I have my all-time favorite Detroit sports talk show host ever, but he was also the 2007 best radio talk show host voted by the Detroit Metro Times. Pretty solid, right? That's pretty that's pretty damn good. <laughs> Current co-host of the Belizean and Bell Show, which you can see on Woodward Sports Network, Facebook, and YouTube from 11 to 1, Monday through Friday. Um, Sean Belegian, how are you, sir? Oh, tremendous. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate the kind words. Hey, listen, as a Detroit boy down here in Florida, it's tough to find guys to talk hockey. Of course, all Lightning fans are experts now. You know that, right? <laughs> well, you know, Mike, I think I told you this before. If I, if I didn't, you know what? Uh, that place will always have a special place in, in my heart because it's the, the spot where I called my first game in the National Hockey League. So really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was my uh, that was my first uh, game uh, for Carolina. Uh, New Year's Eve uh, 2016. That was my my first game call in the National Hockey League. So I'll always uh, always have a special place in my heart for that place. It's. Sean, there's worse places to live. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, Tampa fans aren't bad. They're not. It's not like it's Chicago. Let's just say that. Sure. Tampa, sure. Tampa fans are bad at certain times. They they like to um, they like to blame everybody else for their failures. <laughs> I was actually at my wife is from is from the Boston area, so she's a Bruins fan, and we went to a Lightning game where they played the Bruins, and we sat there and we watched the people in the stands with the Lightning jerseys scream. At the officials the whole time. Oh, you suck. How can you not call that? You're awful. And then Boston had a power play, and they didn't get a single shot. And a guy in a Bruins jersey stands up and goes, oh, my God, we suck. (laughs) (laughs) Huge difference. That's uh, that's so true. But anyway, this is the start of the week for hockey is finally here. I I mean, when it comes to, you know, all the guys, like I said before, all the guys that I used to listen to back in the glory days of Detroit Sports Talk Radio, Um, you were always the hockey guru to me anyway. So, um, I know this is a big week and the wings are obviously our team. So I just got a few things I wanted to get your, your take on. And the first thing is, um, I mean, right now, I think we stand at about 8.5 million in cap space. Do you see any moves coming up and why is Tyler Johnson not a red wing? (laughs) Um, let me start with the first part. Um, no, I, I, I don't because, you know, I remember talking to you last year and, and, and one of the things, gosh, it seems so long ago now talking about the 2019-20 uh, season, doesn't it? It, but, it totally um, does. Yeah, you, you know what? Uh, I remember talking to people and Perry, you know, people don't like to hear it. They, they, they really don't like to hear it. And um, they're, they're they're still rebuilding, you know, and, and I always say this, you know, um, if you listen to your general manager, if you listen to your coach, more often than not, they'll give you the, the, the answers that you're looking for. It may not be the answer that you want to hear, but it'll be the answer that you're looking for. And, you know, when, when Steve Eisenman took over, um, you know, almost two years ago now, he, he said, look, this is going to take some time. I'm going to ask for your patience. Uh, we don't want to just, you know, get back to the playoffs. We want to get this franchise to where, you know, we grew accustomed to it being in the, in the 90s and, and, and through the yachts and everything. So um, there's still more time. This is a work in progress. I, I, I always tell people up here, take, take a look at, at how these contracts are layered and, and how 
it allows him so much wiggle room to to either, you know, re-up with a guy or say goodbye to a guy. It, right. it really is setting up for, in my opinion, ma- making a, a nice move next year. Now, are the Wings going to be, you know, uh, a competitor for the Stanley Cup next year? No, they're they're not. But I expect them expect them to be better in this uh, twenty twenty season. I expect them to be a lot better by the time 2020, uh, 2021, or excuse me, twenty. 21 2022 comes around right. so um you know it's still going to be a work in progress you know look there are still problems on the blue line i think everybody knows that 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 defense core was atrocious last year they really were and um you know how well can bernier play um he played really well last year i mean give him credit you know sure uh, he's never going to be that high first round draft choice that he was projected to be but i think everybody knew that when he came to detroit so they're going to be better. Are, are, are they going to be a playoff team? No, they're not going to be a playoff team or anything like that. But to me, this is the long-term vision. And, you know, it takes time. And, you know, it's funny we talk about Tampa because, uh, you know, they had that initial success, if you remember, down there with, with Boucher. And, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a miracle season where they made that run. And then, you know, they kind of went in the hole for a couple of years. And, you know, the one thing that Steve Eiserman had the benefit of, of looking into was walking into a situation where you have a young Steven Stamkos and you have a young uh, Victor Hedman. You know, does he have players, you know, of, of that ilk, you know, that high? No, but there are some nice pieces. So that's that's what's going to be intriguing, intriguing moving forward. The Tyler Johnson question, your your guess is as good as mine. I I. Boy, oh boy, I, I don't know. It, it, it seems to me like um, this would be a, a good fit, right. um, you know, but hey, we'll, we'll wait and see how that plays itself out. And, you know, there, there were some strange moves uh, in, in the National Hockey League in, in the past couple of days. It's all about taxi squads and everything under these new uh, formatics. But, you know, evidently they, they don't really want to, you know, uh, move on, so to speak, and you know, what was the quote that uh, Julian said? He, he called it cap gymnastics or something like yeah. that. And that's, uh, I, I think a lot of teams were doing uh, cap gymnastics in, in, in trying to become salary cap compliant. Yeah, it's been, it's it's still weird seeing Joel Thornton in a Leafs jersey. <laughs> yeah, right. With, yeah. All, with all the moves that, that, that have gone on, it's, it's been kind of crazy. So along that lines, what do you think are some of the biggest key moves that Iserman has made so far this past offseason? Um, you know what? I, I think number one, um, getting another draft. I mean, to me that that's what this is all about. I I'm at this point in time, guys, I'm not, I'm not totally excited about the, you know, um, pick guys that they picked up in free agency because I don't know how big of a role they're going to have when the red wings are ready to roll. If that makes sense. I really don't. Um, you know, he's trying to do it organically. He's trying to do it the right way. That's, that's not to say that you didn't, you know, go out and get some guys that are going to help. I mean, guys like Stahl and Bobby Ryan are going to help. I've loved Bobby Ryan for years. I, I really did too. have. I, I got I got a chance to see him in junior. I, I he was an exceptional player in junior. Uh, he he's a good dude, and and I think the fact that he's you know overcome some of his demons, uh, you know, it speaks louder to the character that that he has. You know, these are guys that are going to help show some of the young guys the right way. You know, and 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 so in that regard, I I don't want to necessarily dismiss them. You, you know, I, sure. I I hope I'm 
being clear because, you know, how big of a role are they going to have when the Red Wings are the Red Wings as we knew them again? I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. A lot depends on how well they do this year, as we talked about, you know, with, with, with some of the contracts coming off the books next year and everything. But more, it's what kind of impact are they going to make in the room? You know, what are they going to, going to do to establish uh, that culture that Steve Eiserman's looking for? Sure. In fact, it's funny, though, with Bobby Ryan this past summer, I was on a canoe trip. And uh, my phone rang, and it was uh, our buddy Adam over at the Detroit Sports Network, and he called me, and he's like, did you did you see who the Wings got? And I'm like, who? And he said, Bobby Ryan. I was excited. I mean, I, I, I was giddy. Now, the bar's been so low the past couple of years that it doesn't take much, but I, he's a good player, and you're right. I've enjoyed – I he's one of those players it's fun to watch. How much that happens this yeah. year remains to be seen, like you said. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, you know, look, is is he the type of guy at this point in, in, in his career? Is he the, the type of guy that's, you know, going to put up the 30-some-odd the goals and, and get you 60, 70 points? I, I don't think that's, you know, conceivable or anything like that. Sure. But is this a guy that can come in and, and lead by example and, and work his tail off and, 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 you know, do a whole bunch of little things? Well, yeah, and I think that, to me – is is really the important next step with this with this Red Wing team because you know the core nucleus is still you know so very young and you know there's character there I I told you guys this before I love Tyler Bertuzzi I just I love Tyler Bertuzzi I think when this team starts to get good he's going to become a fan favorite fast you know he he plays with this sandpaper and he's you know, a guy that they refer to as a as a money player. You know, his numbers uh, in in postseason have, have been outstanding uh, throughout his career at every level. So, you know, th- that's not to say that there isn't character there, but you know, it's about taking that next step and becoming leaders in the room yourself. If you get the opportunity to talk to Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, let him know that he's on my fantasy team, and I'd appreciate <laughs> forty or fifty goals. I could really use it. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> well, you know, I seriously, I tell people all the time, guys. It's it's you know, again, from my time um, doing Ontario Hockey League games, I I had a chance to see him in the Ontario Hockey League when when he was playing for Guelph, and you know, he he's a guy that when the bell rings. Uh, his his productivity comes up uh, in, in postseason. You saw him do it, you know, in his time with the Griffins, uh, in in the playoff runs that they had. You know, kind of pedestrian regular seasons, but you know something happens once playoff time, and you know I, I want a guy like that. I one thousand percent. I I want a guy like that. And you know, again, you know, I I, I tell people this all the time. You know, he he seems like a grizzled veteran, right? He's only 25 years old, for goodness sake. He's not 26 for another month and a half. So, you know, um, there, there's enough sandpaper there to, to, to you know, do a lot of work. So I, I, I'm a big fan of his. Well, if there's anything that's been proven over the course of the years, and you can ask, Tampa's another good example, and going back to the grind line for us back in the day, I mean, you need those players in the playoffs. You know, the, the, those flashy skill players are not going to win you a cup all the time. You have to have that third and fourth line that's going to bang people up. And it's he he does both. I mean, to me, his game is just is both ways and he's fun to watch. Well, and, and you know what, that that guy that you, you don't know how you don't know why, but there's there's just there's another gear come playoff time. You know, I'll, I'll bring up one of the ultimate villains in, in Detroit Red Wing history. I mean, Claude Lemieux was like that. Claude Lemieux just had this extra gear 
in, in the playoffs. And, you know, he, he, he got it done and, you know, he was willing to do whatever it takes and everything. And, um, you know, that, that's the type of guy, you know, he plays on your team. You love him. If he doesn't, you hate him. And of course, everybody here in Detroit hates him and, and, and that's the way it goes. But yeah, you know, those guys that for whatever reason, you know, when the bell rings, they, they just up their, they're up their productivity, uh, come playoff time. You just did the best segue into the next question that you didn't even realize you were going to (laughs) do bigger villain in Detroit. Claude Lemieux or Gary Bettman in the in the draft lottery, which drives me nuts. Yeah, it, it is. It is just it's stupid. You know, I, I didn't like it before, but last year was an embarrassment for the league. And it's not even it's not even for the Red Wings. I mean, you no, know, sure. it, it, it's it, it really isn't. It, it's you know, here's a team in the Rangers that, you know, I forget the number right off the top of my head, but I I think they had what more points and what was it seventeen different teams? Yes. Something silly like that. It come on. They made you know, the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. It, it, it's <laughs> embarrassing. It is. I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing. You know. I mean, and I don't care even if it's the preliminary round or not. I mean, they they got right. a chance to 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 be a part of the dance, even even if it was extended. And you know that I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. That's an issue. It's a big issue. Um, you know, you got to fix that. I Look, I, I have a crazy idea. How about we all go in the order in which you finish? Wait what, a a, what a wacky Wait a idea, right? Sean, you, you got to stop going crazy like that. People are going to lock you up with that <laughs> we, kind of talk. We've been saying that. We've been saying that forever. And, and Mike and I have had this discussion several times with other people and, and on our show about, uh, you know, you, you don't want people to be able to tank. I don't I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a visible tank except for the Eagles versus the Redskins. <laughs> and, and that, and that cost, that cost homeboy his job because he's, he's out now. So I, I would say, and Sean, I'm, I'm assuming you'll agree, especially in hockey, the wings were rolling out their best lines all season. They were not tanking. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they were that bad. I mean, they really were. They were that. Now, look, were they that bad by by design? Partially, yeah. Okay, right. But you know, it, and it, and it's interesting. You 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 talk to athletes. You nobody's ever going out there to lose. No, there's no player that has said, "Hey, man, I, let's go out there to lose today." I, when athletes hear that, you know, I, I I've been fortunate. You know, I I do a show with Darren McCarty, and um, you know, and and as you mentioned with with Joyke Bell and. You know, when, when players hear stuff like that, they just laugh. I mean, it's never, ever talked about. No, Nobody's talking about draft position. It means nothing to players. I and mean, they want to go out there and win regardless of, of what night it is. I think especially in the NHL, those players just have a different level of respect for the game that that's just not going to happen. I agree it, with you. In my opinion, yep. in my in my you know, opinion of hockey in general, because I hold that kind of higher than any other sport. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't understand. Here's the biggest question. How can we know this and see this as so plain as day, but how can Bettman and that quote unquote front office not figure this out and see the, cause you had national mm-hmm. sports guys coming out saying this draft is a joke. Like money, this should never happen. It's money. Yeah, it, this 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 past one, I, I I mean, there's there's no justification for it. I mean, there 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 just isn't. You know, it, it was it it really does it 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 hurts. It, it's as guys that love this game, and and I think you said that well, Mike. You know, we're used to people kicking sand in our face just on principle alone. 
Right. You know, I mean, really, uh, oh, you hockey fan. Oh, 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 you know, all that, you know, I, yep. and I've heard everything, but, but when you openly do something that, that, you know, everybody and their brother has every damn right to bag on you. Yep. Well, how do you argue that? You can't, how, you know, and, and you can't argue that you just, you kind of own it and you say, you know, that's it. And you know, you move on with your day, but yeah, it, it was embarrassing. Um, you know, I mean, good, good for the Rangers, you know, I, you know, it, it bothers me, but you know, good, good yeah. for the Rangers. But, you know, again, I, 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 I tell anybody, um, you know, they had a, they had more points than 17 different teams. You can't tell me that isn't a problem with the way you're doing business. Yeah, so it should never happen. Here we are. Yeah. yeah, you are correct. So, um, here's something that we, that was pretty big for us last year. We had it you know, that little short run on Detroit sports with a short Red Wings podcast, but then it got so bad that there was just nothing to talk about anymore, <laughs> which sucks. But when it comes to the draft, there's always been this stigma with the NHL draft that you never, ever take a goalie in the first round. Greg brought up the good point last year. The Spencer Knight was just looked at as the goalie among goalies throughout the entire world last year in what's been one of the Wings' biggest crutches, goalies. Yeah. Why not go make that reach for the wings to take it, take that goalie in the first round. And, like, and I made you... that, I made that comment based solely on watching Jordan Bennington put the blues on his back and win a cup. Yeah. Period. That, I mean, I yeah. was like, this guy, this guy won that cup for them. Why wouldn't you want the best goalie you can get your hands on? Yeah. You know what I think it comes down to, uh, you know, again, I, I think you have to look at, you know, what, Steve Eiserman's mindset is all we can do is, is judge Steve Eiserman on, you know, what he's done. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot there that, that can make us, uh, you know, uh, take a look at him and say, all right, you know, this is a guy that, uh, he gets it, you know, he's been there, he's done that. Uh, in my opinion, I think he's the guy that is much like Ben Bishop and, and say, you know what? This is a guy that's looking for the right opportunity. Uh, he's he's looking for the right home, and you know we can take a chance on this and, and ride a guy like that. You know, and and, and you mentioned, you know, a, a guy like Jordan Bennington as well. You know, it, here's here's a guy that kind of kicked around for a while and uh, you know never really found a home. I mean, this is this is just me. 100% guessing, you know, and, and, and trying to sure. to read tendencies and stuff like that. So, um, you know, uh, you know, maybe it's something like that where he doesn't have to do it. Now, sometimes there's a guy that sticks out like a, a sore thumb. I mean, just off the top of my head, you know, Kerry Price was a guy that was all world and Kerry uh, Price was was going to go high. And I think he, he went fifth overall. Uh, he's had a tremendous career, but but he he hasn't won anything as well. Sure. You know, and that's that's certainly not his doing that's from a hell of a lot of mismanagement in, in Montreal. And, you know, I mean, we were talking about him earlier. I mean, people forget Jonathan Bernier was an 11th overall draft choice, you know, and yeah. he, he was going to be the, the savior in LA for many years until, you know, Jonathan quick came up. So uh, this is a guess. I, I haven't talked to Steve Eisenman ever about this, but I, I think you can, you know, kind of, make a, a logical conclusion that, you know, he's kind of looking at this as, uh, okay, you know what, we can get by with this guy. Maybe when we feel we have enough, if there's, oh, I don't know, a Vasilevsky. Still there, Sean? like that. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Maybe okay. we can draft a guy like that. And, you know, th yeah, 
in, in, in three or four years, we can give a, a, a shot to a guy like Andre Vasilevsky or something like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, that's, that's the only thing we can do. You know, he, he's another first round draft pick, but yep. let's not forget, you know, it, it took him a few years to kind of uh, jump up and become uh, a mainstay in the league. So, to me, I, I think when you see him use that perhaps luxury pick where the wings are drafting a little later in the draft or something like that, then if they grab a guy like that, they're saying to themselves, okay, this is the guy that that we think can be here for a long time. That's, again, just looking at what his background is. Oh, sure. And I don't think there's any knowledgeable Wings fans, which almost all Wings fans pretty much are, that doesn't trust what Eiserman's going to do. What, sure. What really... <laughs> was a knife in the gut last week was watching Spencer Knight shut out the greatest Canada junior team of all time. I was like, Oh God, would it be nice to have that guy in the system? But from all accounts and from what I've been able to read, because it's so hard to find any hockey overseas to watch. Most cider has been tearing it up. Does he, does he play this year? Do you think? No, you don't think so? I, no, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, Look, is it possible? Sure, sure it is. Absolutely. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna rush it. They don't you know what? They don't have to right now. Right. Um I, I, I think you know, after the I mean you guys can tell me if you agree or disagree here. I think after the original honeymoon period where Steve Eiserman, you know, came in and yay, hooray, the captain's home and you know, McCarty always used the term uh, dad came home. So, you know, everything's going to be okay. Once dad's home, That's so I, good. I think, you know, everybody, everybody immediately kind of said, well, he's going to get him going right away. And, and I think what people have found out in the last couple of seasons, there's a hell of a lot more work that needs to be done with this franchise. And it, it's organizationally. I, I mean, it really is a case where there wasn't a whole heck of a lot in, in this franchise. There, there, there wasn't. And, you know, it's going to take some time. They, they want, some long-term success. I don't think they want to put the eggs in the basket and, you know, all right, let's go for it. Let's make a run. And, you know, one last hurrah or anything. They, they want it to, they want it to be a, a lasting type of situation. So again, 1000% just a guess. I, I don't think, I don't think you see them this year. Yeah. And it's, I don't know for me again, just me personally, that's always been the, and I understand the reasoning, but when you see these highly touted guys that, get drafted that you don't see like the expectation is, well, you're not going to see him for two to three years. I hate that. I get it. I just hate that. Especially when your team is the worst team in the league. Well, and and you you know what, along those lines, I mean, to me, I I think if a guy's ready, you're just wasting time with him playing at a different level. And I I've seen it. uh, Trust me. I I've seen it in the OHL more times. You can shake a stick at where, where a guy is sitting in the OHL and he almost looked bored because it's so darn easy for him. Um, but as you well, well know, guys, a lot of it is contractual. A lot of it is, you know, we want one more year of, of seasoning so we can have one more year of the player in his prime, you know, before you get to that bridge contract and everything. So I think that's what it comes down to, you know, but sometimes I look, you can over marinate you the, sure. absolutely positively. You can over marinate. So, um, you know, he, he's had, he's had some success so far bringing guys up. 
Um, I, I, I think, you know, again, patience is the word. And it's, it's difficult because Red Wing fans haven't had to deal with a lot of patience, as you guys know, in the last 30 years. And um, they've given a lot of patience, uh, certainly in the last eight, nine years. Yeah, it's, I mean, a, a good example to prove your point. I mean, how many years was Mantha in Grand Rapids? Yeah. He was there for a while, So, it, but it, it paid off. It just, like you said, it just takes patience. Yep. So, um, so it's having said that, with, with Cider not playing and not being ready, and I put air quotes there because we don't know that that's the case. There, there may be some, some you know, other philosophical reason or, like you said, contract reason. Why is it that he's gonna? He will not. We won't see him this year. But yet we've got someone like Jack, Jack Hughes or Capocaca that are coming up, and they're like, this is going to be a breakout year for him. Are they that much better? Is it? Is it a different system? A better team? You know, I think a lot of it has to do. You know, like I, I'll use Hughes. Okay. Um, Hughes was with the NTDP. And I think the one thing that, you know, people, people can sit back and say is the NTDP has just done a fantastic job of, of developing players. And, you know, you mentioned the world juniors, um, earlier and that that's 1000%, you know? And so what's happening now is, is you're seeing places like Germany, and like Switzerland kind of have their own NTDP and, and, you know, it's growing, but they're not facing, they're maybe not facing the, the, the caliber that, that other guys are, are playing, you know, with the NTDP, for example, you know, if, if you're playing, if you play on the U 17 team, well, you're playing guys in the USHL that are 19, 20 years old, you know, right. and, and, and it's a lot of trial by fire. And more often than not, like with the U 17 team, they'll start out the season just like crap more often than not. Okay. But as the season gets going, all of a sudden they start winning games. You know, talent starts to rise to the top and they kind of get tired of, of the losing and everything. So by the time, you know, they're, they're U18, well, you know, they, they, they really start to get things done. And, you know, that's their draft year. And, you know, guys will either, you know, occasionally move straight to the National League or, you know, more often than not, they'll, they'll, they'll move to a major college. Every now and again, you'll see them move to the USHL and everything. So a lot of it does have to do with um, – you know, where, where, where you came from, who you've been playing against, et cetera, et cetera. I'll say this, if you guys, you know, have, have watched the international tournaments, he hasn't looked out of place. He has not looked uh, poorly at all. Um, you know, I, I remember uh, last spring, you know, he, he didn't look well the spring before he, he didn't look out of place at all. And right. I had a chance to see him when I was working for USA hockey. So um, you know, it, it really is. It depends on the guy and especially with, with that position, you know, the, the, the rule of thumb is, you know, it usually takes a little bit longer for some of the defensemen to develop. Now there are always going to be exceptions to the rules. You know, uh, Cam Fowler, for example, was a guy that was able to jump out right away. Uh, Drew Doughty was, was phenomenal as, as a 17 year old. And you kind of knew that he wasn't going to, it wasn't going to take a lot of time for him to, to make the jump to the national league and, 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 and kind of make his presence known. So um, I, that's the long winded answer of, of, of trying, <laughs> I guess the long winded way of trying to say, I think each guy in each situation is, is, is different. It really is. Yeah. One thing that is encouraging. And uh, as far as the level that Mo Sider's playing in right now, like he chose not to play in the junior tournament because he's overseas playing with the big boys. Now, what that means as far as talent level, I'm assuming that it's got to be higher because he's playing with older guys. But to me, that just sounded kind of encouraging that 
if he's at that level and he's already choosing to play with the bigger guys overseas, then I'm okay with that because <laughs> that means yeah, he, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, one one thousand percent. And and listen, the, the 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 German league is is not a bad league. It, right. It, it really isn't. I mean, I I I know a few guys that you know I got to see in junior. One of my good friends uh, played for many years uh, in in Germany for the the Ice Barons in in Berlin. It's not a bad league at all. It's not to to disrespect it, but you know, there's a reason that that league is full of guys that you know either had a cup of coffee in the national league or, or just miss making it to the national league and everything. So I think a, a good barometer and I, I wish he had more time there for, for goodness sake was, you know, his, his time in the American league, you know, that's a, that's a good, that's a good league, man. I, I don't think the American league gets the, the, the credit it deserves and everything. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it serves him, but, you know, I think one thing you also have to remember is sometimes, sometimes, you know, guys uh, really have to grow into their body as well. He, you know, he has that big frame and everything. And, big you know, for, for, him, for him to be, you know, at the elite level, maybe there's some of that. That is just pure speculation on my part. But, you know, um, to me, he's 19 years old. Um, you know, uh, by, by the time he's 20, I think he's going to be ready to go in the National League. By the way, can we just agree that the Ice Barons is the most German name for a team? I was I've thinking ever it. Heard? I was thinking. I was thinking. What an amazing name! What an amazing name for a hockey team! Is that not the most fitting name for a hockey team over there? Especially the way they spell it. You know, I mean, it, it really is. It's you know, E I S B A R E N. You know, it's 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 uh, kind of hysterical how that works. I out. mean, short of the the Blitzkrieg, I don't know what else you could come out with that's better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so here, I got a question for you. We, we had, we sat through, uh, we are both, we're both big sports guys and about the only sport that we really don't follow is, is the NBA. We, we follow hockey and, and, and I'm more baseball than Mike is, but we're both big football guys. Last year we sat through about five months where we were literally just beating our heads against the wall because we were bored out of our minds. And with all this COVID and everything that's happening, and with many cities still, many areas of the country still not opened up. Fortunately, we are very lucky in Florida. Our, we, our economy has been cranking down here since about July, but I know that Michigan's not that way, Florida or uh, yeah. California, New York. Do you think that they should be playing now, or should they wait until they can put asses in the seats? Because I read an article from Bettman he, I mean, and I, I mean, I take what he says with a grain of salt anyway, because I don't particularly care for the guy. But I mean, obviously, he's doing something right because he's the commissioner of the NHL. Crook. He said <laughs> we. He said we'd be better off to shut down because it's going to cost us billions. Do you? How? What's your What's your train of thought on that? I disagree one hundred percent with that. You know, I I think a couple things. Here's a couple reasons why the. What happened in August and September last year was wildly successful. It, it was, it was more successful than anybody anybody could could put into words. And um, I think for once the National Hockey League led the way. You know, they were the ones that said this can be done, and here's how it's it's going to be done. And they went out and did it. And and I think we found out, you know, just how much revenue is coming in via TV money and everything. And those TV contracts are still alive here. There's no doubt about that. I, and let's not forget that they also, you know, sold the names to the divisions as well. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of money coming in. Now, do I do I think 
and this is where I'll, I'll, I'll put the side of the, the owner sometimes. Okay. Um, I, I think the way that the league was configured 15 years ago w- was a joke. I really do. And, and it, it had to be, it had to be figured out. Um, you know, I, I had the opportunity to, to get to know, uh, Peter Kermanis, who who owned the Carolina Hurricanes, and I got a chance to you know broadcast some games for the Carolina Hurricanes and everything. And what Mr. Kermanis told me many years ago really really rang true to me. He he said, "I don't mind losing money. I, that, like I, that doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me to lose money." He said, "I don't want to bleed money." You know, and 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 it's interesting. You hear something like that, and you're like, "Geez, oh Pete," you know, because. And that's what was happening, even in a in a quote unquote strong hockey market like the Red Wings. I mean, this stuff is public knowledge. You can look it up. The Red Wings lost money in 2004. You know, you're two years removed from one of the greatest teams, you know, ever. I mean, really, that team is is a team that's going to be talked about for years. You know, I mean, all the Hall of Famers on, on that team. But in 2004, you know, before they had to lock out everything, that was, that was a team that lost money. So they've 15 years ago, Bettman's argument would ring true today. I don't buy it. I I don't, I I don't buy that argument today. I agree. They can fit the way they configure things. And, you know, with cost certainty, which of course is their, their buzzword for the cap. I get it. We had to do things like that. I, I totally get it. I didn't like it. But I get that we had to do things like that. And I even think that, that maybe the Players Association won't publicly admit it, but I think privately they have to go, okay, this hasn't been anywhere near as bad as we all thought it would be. Right. Today, I don't buy it. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't buy it. I think nope. owners that, ha- that own pro sports teams that are worried about the financial bottom line, I understand that when you do something, <laughs> you have to be – you have to be cognizant of, of what was happening with the money. It doesn't matter how rich you are. If you lose $20 million a year, eventually you're going to be broke. I think those guys that only care about making a profit off of sports teams are the worst thing that happened to sports. I have, I grew up in, in Tampa. I've lived in Florida my whole life with the exception of my time in the Marine Corps. And I um, was a diehard Bucks fan my entire life, Tampa Bay Bucks. And Hugh Culverhouse is an owner. He, he destroyed that football team because he refused to pay anybody. He always, always sure. bought – he always – had the bottom five in salary, but yet he was making hundreds of millions of dollars a year because he got to share. I I, I like what that gentleman said uh, from the Hurricanes. I agree. I don't think it, when you own a sports team, it's not not about making the money. We're dealing with the same thing with the Tampa Bay Rays down here right now. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I know you keep up on it. They can leave as far as I'm concerned because they don't right. they don't care about us. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a, it's a tough it's a tough situation. I mean, you know. Uh, look, uh, the the bonus is, you know, I mean, for Carmanis, he, he had a, an opportunity to uh, hoist the Stanley Cup over his head in, in 2006 and, you know, had a party to end all parties at, at his house up here in Michigan and everything. And, um, you know, uh, obviously, when you have a deep run like that, you're going to make some money and everything. But no, it, it really is a situation where I get it. It's a business and, and guys want to make money. I, I I totally get that, but sometimes in in this thing, this isn't this isn't the type of investment that that you make. You you make you make a buy to buy a team in the National League. You make a buy to um, you know have I don't, I don't want to call it a hobby, but you know to to have it close and near and dear to you and something that you love and you know where your profit comes is and when you turn around and sell it. That's where your profit comes in because I I guarantee you the way that that you know. 
team team finances are now today and 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 the way that team profitability is growing by the year you buy a team you might not see it year to year but when it comes time to sell that team you're going to sell it for a hell of a lot more than you bought it for oh yeah well i mean if your last name's ford you buy it for a hobby just saying yeah right (laughs) Ah! all right i think owning a team and wanting to make money is completely different than owning a team because you only want to make money that that, you know yeah sure yeah cool all right so one question that i've got to ask you before i before I get your special top five list is who the Lions are going to hire as a coach. When is this going to end? You know, I am, I, the one guy that I liked Mike from day one, and I, I, I've said it on the radio. I've said it on Twitter. I, I love Ed Dodds. Ed Dodds is a guy that, you know, has kind of been a behind the scenes guru in a couple different places. And, you know, a couple teams have reached out to him for general manager uh, purposes and Ed hasn't even interviewed. Um, the mere fact that he is reportedly interviewing with the Lions really, really makes me happy. I'm a firm believer. I, I think you have to go get your general manager first before you get your head coach. I, I'm a firm believer in that. You, you don't want to uh, hire a head coach because, you know, you fell in love with him as ownership and then bring the the general manager in, and all of a sudden you find out that their vision for the team are in two entirely different places because that just continues the dysfunctionality that that has has plagued this franchise forever. I mean, so to me, I I, I I'm not putting the cart in front of the horse. I say, you yeah. know, if this is the guy that we want as the general manager, let's go get this guy, and then he is a part of the process in regards to getting the new head coach. Um, you know, the, the coaching carousel doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. So right. that's one good thing. So to me, if you have an opportunity to get a guy that multiple teams have made a play for, and he wouldn't even sit, I mean, guys, he wouldn't even sit down to listen. The mere fact that he's sitting down to listen to the Lions is, is very promising for me, but I, I think it's important to go get the general manager first. Where is he coming from right now? Uh, he has been uh, the number two in Indy. Uh, he also was the, the number two in Seattle for many years. You know, he, he's a guy that has, has done a really good job of of, of finding some uh, gems in the draft. To me, that's what the league's all about today. Absolutely. To me, that's what sports is all about today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you want to make a difference in the National Hockey League, you find those you find those gems. Yeah. You find the Tyler Johnsons or or, or the Kucherovs or or whatever the case may be, you know, later on in the draft where you don't have to spend them a lot of early money early on because of their draft position. If they grow into that money, so be it. You know, and, and then you pay them as such. Or I will say the biggest gem of all, one Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> oh heck yeah. Jesus. Absurd. Absurd. Ridiculous. All right. That's Sean, that that is fantastic. So I gotta ask you, and I I know I kind of prepped you for it, but being that you're such, we are such big Detroit guys, I need your top five favorite Detroit sports moments of your life. Wow, you know what? I, I I'm gonna go with championships. I mean, to me, okay. that's what it's that's all fair. about. I really, I am. Um, the it, the '84 Tigers for me. I I was a young kid, and I yep. I know a lot of people don't remember it, but it was the first championship. Of, of my generation. I grew up with, I mean, everybody sucked. I mean, across the board, everybody sucked. How old were you, and, Sean? And so when I was 13, so when, when, the, when the Tigers won, that was, that was pretty stinking special. Uh, that whole summer was absolutely, was absolutely magical. Um, in, in no particular order, I think when the, 
when the Red Wings won in 97, it was forget it. It was this unbelievable. I don't even know how to explain it. It was, you know, it it was it was like this relief because, you know, 1955. I mean, it's such a long time. It really is. And I I think part of the beauty of 97. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to get the jab in. No, no, absolutely. Twist it. But, you know, part part of the beauty of that was all the failure. You know, it really was. It was. Don't forget the gut punch of 95. Yeah. I mean, the the 95, the 96 with Colorado. I'll even go back to the, you know, the Demers era where, you know, they had those miracle runs to the conference finals only, you know, to follow the machine that was the Edmonton Oilers. So. Uh, that was pretty special. The O2 wings, as I said, that that might be the best team we ever see around here, period. Ever. I mean, it was it was just disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting how good that team was and all the drama that came from that. Um, the 2004 Detroit Pistons, um, it was it, it was so cool. I've never seen a team that more embodied Detroit than that Pistons team. I, I mean, really, they, yeah, they were just Detroit. They were, you know, there wasn't a superstar amongst them. They were, they were guys that were kind of cast aside in other places, but they all came together and, and it just worked here. And, and, you know, to smoke that Laker team with the championship pedigree and, and not only the championship pedigree, but, you know, they went out, people forget, they went out and got Carl Malone and, and, and Gary Payton as, as mercenaries to win right. one more title to smoke them was, was really cool. You know, the, the, the last one was, was really tough for me because, you know, there are a few different choices, but, um, this is going back to when I was really little, I remember it. And I think not only did it change college basketball forever, but it changed the NBA forever as well. And it was, it was bird magic in 79. Um, I, I, I mean, it was unbelievable, you know, I mean, it was uh, college basketball really came on the map and I think everybody knows what happened in the NBA when, when bird magic came in together. So uh, the significance of, of, of that, you know, not only at the college level, but, but what those guys brought into the NBA that led to Jordan and all that stuff was, was completely awesome. But, you know, like I said, I mean, I, how do you how do you forget uh, about you know the, the Red Wings 08 team? How do you forget about that first Piston championship in in '88? But uh, you know, those are the ones that I'm going with. Uh, you can't argue any of those, but just I want you to take this back to McCarty, my all time all right. fa- favorite Red Wing. All right, my one A obviously is '97. The the Wings parade. The um, two words: <laughs> car flags. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Millions of car flags, but one B is March 26, 1996, when McCarty yeah. beat the shit out of me. I, th- that night, I, as a grown man, standing, cheering, pumping my fist, yelling, get him, Mac, get him. The people we were watching it with, it was like, I was ready to fight the TV. I wanted to jump <laughs> in and, and get a piece of someone else. It's that moment was like, Finally, we are not a doormat anymore. Like they took the fight to them in that feeling. Uh, I put it right up there with, you know, again, watching Mac with the the series winner in game four. Um, just unforgettable to me that that whole night. I have it on DVD. Um, it's just an unforgettable moment, this, that, that feeling. But yeah, the, the, the Cup of 97 was life-changing. Was incredible. You know, it's it's really cool. I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen this, but for for the benefit of your 
uh, listeners, if they haven't seen it yet, you know, you were talking about it earlier. Uh, I, I missed hockey, something fierce in the spring, you know, this lockdowns happened and everything. So, um, I can't tell you how many nights in a row I, I went down these YouTube rabbit holes and some of the things that you find on YouTube, whether it be watching old, old footage, old games or whatever. And, and so McCarty and I actually talked about this, you know, not only off the air, but we brought it on the air. Um, you know, it's amazing sometimes when you start watching things where you end up. Have you guys ever seen the interview that he and, and Claude did? I want to say it was in 2009. It was it was with um, TSN. It was, what was it, Off the Record, I think is the name of the show, Michael Landsberg. They actually brought Claude and Darren together. Yes. And they talked. Oh, my gosh, is that awesome. It's, it, it's, it's just, it's awesome. It's so cool to hear the perspective from each of them. It really is so cool, you know? And here's what was in my stomach the whole time that you see that. What's McCarty really thinking right now? <laughs> like I, I, I get the cool TV answer and you know the you know the respect that they have for other players and stuff, but like what's he honestly thinking right now? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're right, it, it, it is cool to watch. Um but again, Sean, I, I can't thank you enough for taking time out to to you know satisfy my hockey junkie feeling right now and it's uh it, it's great to talk to you again i love the the belizean and bell show like ever since you guys thank started you. that um especially the episode where uh you guys were talking about getting regular people to do stuff with joke i thought that was a <laughs> genius idea um yeah we're, we're gonna do something you know kind of like the sports joe type of thing yeah where, absolutely you know, i'm gonna I'm going to call some of my, 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 my friends, uh, former athletes, and we're, we're going to try to do some things like that. So yeah, it's fun. No, Hey guys, you, you call me anytime, you know, I'm just talking hockey. This is great. It twists my arm, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, and, um, yeah, give, give me a jingle anytime. And I'm confident that when I do come home, if you can set it up, I could put one pass Osgood, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no Those problem guys, at all. It, 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 it is, it is, un- you know, like I'm being serious when you're on the ice and you see one of those guys, even from 15 feet away, it is unbelievable how freaking big they are. It is, it is, you know, and they make themselves big and they stand up and like, you look and you're like, I don't got a gosh darn thing to shoot at. It, it really is an, an amazing sight when you're that close on top of them. So oh, my, yeah, it's fun. My it's knees fun. would knock. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but, but then I would score on them. that's great (laughs) awesome thanks again sean i really look forward to it just again a reminder if you can listen to sean monday through fridays from 11 to 1 on the woodward sports network for the belizean and bell show uh joke bell fan favorite longtime detroit lion fan favorite joke bell great guy it seems like i've never met him but i had him on my fantasy team i love listening to him talk third down special if i if i remember right right sean And I'm found a way to get in the end zone. He's another guy you I, I got a chance to see him way back when. And I told anybody that would listen, he was going to make it to the NFL. And so he, you know, he, he took a long way to get there, but, but he got there. And, you know, uh, pretty cool. So it's been great to, um, you know, keep in touch with him for the past dozen years or whatever. So great guy. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're having a lot of fun doing it. I appreciate the kind words. Fun show. Thanks again, Sean. Really appreciate it. And yeah, if you're okay, we will check in throughout the hockey season when you can find some time for us. Anytime, anytime guys. Thanks buddy. You guys have a great night and, uh, go wings. Nice chat with both of you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, more hockey. I, I, 
You know what it feels like right now? What's it feel like right now? When you eat like a 50 ounce steak and you're just like, oh, it feels so good. Can't wait to have some more. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, the long time. It's, it's, I'm not going to lie. It was a little shaky talk. He's just a great guy, but he's a hockey guy. And that's, he sounds like he's a good, pretty good sports guy too. So it's my people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, All right. Why don't, why don't we take a break? We'll go come down. It'll loosen uh, up. Yeah. Now that we've just done four rails, you know, yeah. we can. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. How fun was that? That was pretty solid. I mean, that was pretty solid. I feel like I feel like if we could get like actual celebrities to be on our show, we we do a pretty good job. Uh, you I, know, it's yeah, you're right. I'm I'm still a little hockey giddy just, right now. Just out of curiosity, how impressed were you with my Jack Hughes and Capo Caca comments Dude, and reference? Good for you. Look at you pulling out names. Somebody, somebody did some research, my friend. Uh oh, someone's learning hockey. Someone's gonna learn hockey. Yeah, Good I know you, hockey. Man. I know hockey, but I don't know hockey like I know football because I don't know the players. But now maybe fantasy, the fantasy league will help me with that. So, but you know what it's like, Greg? What's it like, buddy? It's like when people say, "Yeah, I know how to read." But then they actually get the Which book. Which I'm going to do, and you get a book. Nice. And then you go to do it, and you start opening up and getting deep into it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- it's fun. Sean's awesome. He, he's been one, one of my favorite guys back in Detroit. For I mean, I've said it over and over. The guy's great. And he loves hockey, so there you go. Yeah, I, he was re- it was really nice to talk to him. Dude, does a I, show with Darren McCarty. I know, right? God damn it. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like we should hit that guy up like once a month. Yeah. Once, once a month. Or once every other month, and, and talk things like football and such too. I mean, he's right. got he's got the pulse. He did say to call whenever he did. He we said, have it we'll on let tape. Him know. We have it. On, it yeah. it's recorded. I mean, I mean, if he's not if he's not available, he's not available. But you know, still to get to talk to someone like that, we could talk to him about football. We could talk to him about basketball. We could talk to him about Michigan football. Darren McCarty. Dar- we could talk to we could we could we could tell him that he can't be on the show again unless he has Darren call us. Fair. Hey. Hey. Sean, we really enjoy you, but um, if McCarty's not on the next line, party party line, uh, call don't 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 fucking bother calling yeah, us back. Let's, okay, let's not burn that bridge. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of fun. We hope um, you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, if you did, let us know. Yeah, something. Twitter. Fuck. At Putty Top Five. Seven two seven seven nine three four nine five four. Best running joke ever. Ever. Nobody has ever tweeted. Still, me. Greg. Hundreds of people listening every week now, right? Yeah, like our numbers are are we're, we're, double we're, we're what they were last year. About 155. That's, that's average. That's, that's our average, yeah. Because we have weeks where it's like 300, and we have weeks where like 80. But folks, out of all those people, nobody has texted me yet. That's One more time: seven two seven seven nine three four nine five four. Do it. Yeah, I said it on Tuesday. Tell you what, the day before hockey season. Tell you what, the first person. Oh shit! The first person that sends a text to Mike saying "I listen to the that, that we don't know." Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, we love you guys, Phil, Aaron, you're Aaron, out. Joe, Phil, Ash, James, all you guys. The first person that texts us and says, "Hey, I live here and I listen to you guys on this application or whatnot," um, I I decided to take advantage of the free text. There is a surprise gift for you. Also, I needed to mention this earlier. Something happened with Spotify last week. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, all the other platforms that you can listen to us on are are proper. It's the I, I thought that I had made a mistake, but the audio file is proper. I took down 
the I, I went on to spot I went on back onto our page. I changed the audio file and didn't do anything different, and then reposted it. And Spotify had the whole file. Now, big, for some reason, last week Spotify is only seventeen minutes. Big thanks to quality control professional Amy Putnam. Yeah, thank you, Amy. Um, I don't I don't know what happened. I can't fix it. I, I I don't have a number to contact Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple. You can listen to us on Podomatic. You can listen to us on um, Google Play. I think. YouTube. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, I think. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. So uh, last week was a really fun episode. If you tried to listen and you couldn't and you tried on on Spotify, um, I I apologize, but I I don't know what happened. I have no idea. Good news is we came back with a banger episode this week. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Um, Let's go to Mike's Big Sack. Yeah, you know what? Let's. Um, Yeah, Got, got a few things here for you, Greg. Greg, let me ask you a question. You familiar with Marvel? I may have heard of it. Here and there in <laughs> passing. Yeah. They put out a few of those picture books. Fair enough. I know we said we're going to stay positive this year, right? Okay. Yeah, we're going to stay positive. Apparently, after some incident that happened at the Capitol, I don't know, you may have heard of it. We won't dig into it. A few people may or may not have had some shirts or some logos of one said character, the Punisher, Frank Castle. Good guy, always seeking out getting rid of the bad guys, right? So, a few of the Twitter twats, which I like to call them, yep. were saying, Marvel should ban the Punisher. Cancel the Punisher. We're going to cancel a comic book character. Fiction, Greg. Fake fiction character. Not to not to get political, okay? Oh, shit. No, no, no. That's like saying with all due respect. No, no. Yeah, no, no. No, seriously. I'm kidding. I, I, I don't understand what those people were, were thought they were going to do. I don't understand. I don't understand the people that have gotten, um, there. It's like, it's like the only thing that they can talk about on Facebook and Twitter. I, I don't condone it. I think it's garbage. I think anybody that decides that they can storm a federal building, I don't care what your excuse is. Don't tell me how bad it is because it, this is treason. It, it, it's it, it's stupid. But for the people that would say we have to get rid of something that's been around for 60 years because that somebody wore that shirt, so does that mean that the next time somebody goes out and robs a store and they have on a Mickey Mouse shirt that we have to get rid of Mickey Mouse because that that person was violent and they had a Mickey Mouse shirt on? Use some common sense. And here's my story that I'm going to use to back up the common sense. I used to work for this guy. He was the general manager of an avionics store that I worked for. And he was, uh, I found at the end that he was extremely underhanded and, and dirty. He would do things like he would charge people for a GPS test flight, but not do the test flight. Just, just, he was, he was a piece of garbage. We're having a conversation one day. And the second Harry Potter was about to come out, Harry Potter and the Secret Chamber, is that what it was called? I think so. And I asked him, I said, oh, and this is a guy that used to be like all into women and marijuana and stuff like that until he got married. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. I haven't even seen the movie. Yep. And his wife, he got married, his wife was extremely Christian, so he stopped all that stuff. So we're in the car, we're going to lunch or something, and I said something about blah, 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 and he says... What do you mean? I said, oh, I'm going to go see the new Harry Potter movie tomorrow. Are you going to go? Because he had two younger kids. And he's like, absolutely not. And I went, oh, really? Why? He goes, black magic. And I said to him, dead to his fucking face, 
Isn't Star Wars your favorite movie? Black Magic? Racist. <laughs> and he looked at me, he goes, it's completely different. I said, no, it's not. Fucking Darth Vader takes this force that's magic and he literally chokes people and kills people. Now, we saw somebody on fa- on Twitter this week that said that the Terminator or the, the, the Punisher is a fascist. I... Or, sir, argue that there is no bigger fascist in literature, fake literature, science fiction than Darth Vader. The guy wanted to rule everybody and put him under his fingers. So please think think about what you're saying and what you're doing. Just just use some use some common sense. Just uh, just think about it. If they're listening to us, they know better. Uh, that let's get rid of baseball bats because some guy beat up a guy with a baseball bat. It's not the fucking baseball bat's fault. Common sense, people. Just common sense because. I'm not. I'm not denouncing. I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I am denouncing what happened whoa, last week. Whoa. I, I am because officially, absolutely, on Tuesday, uh, absolutely, the day before hockey. The day season. before hockey season. It, what happened was stupid, and and to think that you were gonna, if they legitimately were there, and I don't know. I haven't. I haven't read into it because I don't care enough to read into it because that was a bunch of dipshits that decided they just wanted to cause civil unrest. If you're going to coup the government, and for you those of you not watching, I used air quotes. You need a few more weapons than that okay so com- common sense folks we, we we it doesn't exist anymore anyway i love your shirt mike for those of you at home listening if you're not on watching on youtube you're missing a show you're missing a gun show you're missing two tickets two to tickets the to the show. gun show mike has on his uh, punisher workout shirt i stopped today to try and buy one and the comic book store i stopped at the only place i was i was able to get to before i could get home they didn't have any so Mid show took have my one. clothes off. I'll have one next week. Yeah, but you took off the wrong half. I took, took off the bottom half. You got to pay extra for that. <laughs> Patreon sponsors will get that action. <laughs> <laughs> next week's bonus content. Okay, so yeah, so it's dude, it's this cancel culture thing that's going on, and I, and I and I don't I, I just because you don't like something doesn't mean I don't like something. I I I I, I agree. Oh, hey. it's I, we can't we can't even get into it because we don't want to be like right. that anymore. But I mean. Just, just think, please. Three quick words. Turn the channel. It's that simple. Yeah. All right. So Fair enough. There's my Punisher story. All right. Here's my Punisher shirt. Love the character. Mm. I love everything about him. To pull mm. a ri- to pull a Richard. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. He, mm. he does that so good. Mm. Mm. All right. Only got a f- four quick things. Okay. So I know it's been a jam-packed show. It has. Jam-packed. Jam-packed. And you I'm know gonna, why? And I'm gonna crash any minute. <laughs> Any minute. I'm telling you, dude. You said you drank a soda today. I think it kicked in five minutes before you sat down at the table. Dude, you walked in and the, you were talking and the walls were rattling. And I'm usually the loud one. It's so good. It's fucking uh, so good. I'll tell you when I'm going to crash. I love you, man. Thursday night when the Wings game's over. I love you. I'm going to fall out all day Friday. <laughs> I can't make it in. Why? Are you okay? Yeah. Hockey last night. I just saw the Wings and they're worse than I thought. A podcast on Tuesday was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming down, man. I'm coming down hard. Coming down. I'm falling hard. Um, all right. So a lot of movies were delayed last year. Mm-hmm. We get them all this year. Yeah. Another one's been delayed seven months. Ugh. But this one I'm okay with. Morbius is coming out in October. For a Halloween release? All right. Fair. I'm sure it's a combination of that they and theaters not being full. Because it's supposed to come out money. in March. Yeah. They don't need the money. They can, they can afford to wait. When I saw October, I'm like, mm, all right, that works. As if I have any say. But when I saw that, I'm like, October, yeah, that fits. Halloween, vampire, okay, cool. 
good on you. Should have been that way to begin with. But I saw I saw an article that said that Morbius is probably going to be the lead into Sinister Six. It's got it's got to get started sometime, right? I'm in. Good. All right. Uh, WandaVision comes out this Friday. I'm kind of excited after watching the new trailers. It's the trailers were good, but I also read a lot of reviews for the only the first three episodes because mm-hmm. you know critics got got to get a sneak peek of the first three episodes. Overwhelmingly positive response. Like it's a big risk for Marvel. It's something different. Um, also, rumors are that this series will also lead into the next Doctor Strange movie, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness. It would have to. It makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Hey, listen, we've said it a thousand times. Until Feige gives me something that's a pile of garbage, I'm all in. If you can turn chicken shit into chicken salad, mm-hmm. good on you. Yeah. So, good. I don't know. We'll see. Good. Of course, we'll watch it. We'll yeah. talk about it. Fair. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, and you know what's crazy? If you wanted to, you could watch us talk about it if you chose to on YouTube. On YouTube. Guess what else is on YouTube? Like button. You know what? You know what there is? Subscribe, subscribe button. Subscribe button. You don't have to. I mean, if you're Nick, not not friend of the show, Nick, but Nick back in Detroit, got you. You have no idea. Yeah, because you just don't, you don't do this. Tell him he's not watching a podcast. He's not listening to a podcast. He's watching a television episode. Phil, give him the what for? Yeah. Um, here we go. This one got me a little excited. Bethesda. You're familiar with Bethesda, the yeah, game, the, the game, game the company. Game. Yep. A lot of lot of good games. A lot of good games. They announced a new game today. Okay. Indiana Jones. Nice. Yes. Okay. N- nothing's known about it. All they, they had like a quick little 20-second teaser of, you know, all the 30s-style desk stuff, clocks and watch and maps and stuff, and then you just see the hat and the whip. You're like, oh, what? Okay, we'll see. A character that should have had a game in the past 20 years but never has. We had I- that one on, what is it, Atari? Yes. It was on Atari. Yeah. And the whip was like four or yeah. s- six squares. But anyway, so that's coming. I always enjoyed the uh, Temple Temple of the Temple of Doom game in the th- arcades. It was always fun. Yeah. With the minecart ride. Yep, for sure. Last and not least, big announcement this past week. Okay. Big announcement that I saw, I think, on Monday, which was officially four days before the start of Red Wing season. Okay. Deadpool is officially joining the MCU. Oh, finally they announced it. Yeah. Finally they came out and said the worst kept secret in Marvel movies, period. Right. It will be an MCU movie. Good. And it will be rated R. Good. And it will be Deadpool 3. Good. Now quit talking about it and start fucking making it. Yeah, please. I mean, come on. COVID's over. <laughs> what are we doing? <sighs> if just... Tom Cruise can make Mission Impossible, Marvel can get going and start making Deadpool. For sure. For God's sakes. For sure. I mean, if ho- the hockey did it, just just make the bubble. Hockey did it. Just make the bubble, guys. Yeah, just make the bubble. Fuck. Give me what I want, because it's all about me. It is. That's Totally true. about me. That's all I got. That was a good one. There's not a, there's not a lot going on. It's, 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 been a, it's only been a couple days. I, I was hoping you were going to talk about WandaVision, because I'm, I'm excited. Still shaking. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you'd, you could see. Nice. All right, let's do some triple trivia. Oh shit, we got more. Yeah, man, we've got three more things. This is a big do you episode. remember the movie last week? Nope. Come on. Do I ever? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, Raiders Lost Ark. There you go. Just talked about it. Okay. 
So uh, when shown on television in April 197, this was the highest rated theatrical film broadcast by any network. 19 what? 87. 1987. When shown on television in April of 1987, it was the highest rated theatrical film broadcast by any network. On t- so it was a theatrical movie shown on TV. Yeah. In 1987. Mm-hmm. Now remember back then, they didn't come out on TV very quick. No, it was no, usually like, a while. It, it took like three years to get it on VHS. 1987. Um, shit. I'm going to say Empire Strikes Back. No. Okay. Good guess, though. I mean, it it just, it made sense. This film was conceived as a vehicle for Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. When Pryor dropped out and this actor came on board, he tried to get Wilder replaced because he didn't want people to think he was just trying to be another Richard Pryor. Blazing Saddles. No. Shit. But it's tied to Temple, or it's tied to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, that's a little misleading because Gene Wilder was not in this movie. Okay. He tried he tried to get Gene Wilder replaced. Wilder ended up not doing it because he had other things that he wanted to do and he wasn't happy with the direction this movie was going, but this person tried to get Wilder replaced. Wow. Dick move. Gene Wilder's great. Yeah. Um Willy Wonka? No. I'm I mean, oh wait, hold on. Gene Wilder was not in this. That's okay, yeah. I was totally ignoring that part. Gene Wilder's not in it. Okay. I don't know. All right. So the link between this and Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the supporting characters. He's a supporting character in both of the movies. Uh, was it not, I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I'm oh, just telling you that, me, that right. it is one of them. Okay. So, But there's only so many people in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Especially supporting. Yeah. Got Belloc. Got Marion. Oh, wait. Marion. Um, no, that, I'm thinking Margot Kidder. Never mind. That wasn't Margot Kidder, was it? No. No, that was Karen Allen. Karen Allen, that's it. Sala is the only other one that I can think of that's been in a lot of movies. I can't remember his name. Character's name I got. I don't know. Okay. So this is a director trademark. Um, when the main character in the movie that we're talking about here okay. was arrested, his prison number is 74745058, which is the same number as Jake Blues in The Blues Brother, also starring the actor that's in this movie. That should give it away. Fuck. Is this a Dan Aykroyd movie? Yes. How is he tied to Raiders of the Lost Ark? He isn't. I said it's a supporting character. In both movies, is a supporting character. I know, but wouldn't that person be in Raiders of the Lost Ark? That person is in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And is in this movie? Yes. Dan Aykroyd. Hold on. I'm lost. Dan Aykroyd was not in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Correct. There is a person that was in Raiders of the Lost Ark and this movie. With Dan Aykroyd. Yes, Dan Aykroyd stars in the movie that we are talking about. The person there is a person that was in Raiders of the Lost Ark that was a supporting character is a supporting character in this movie with Dan Aykroyd. Can't it's not spies like us then. Um, Doctor Detroit. No, it's the only other deep Dan Aykroyd movie I can think of. I don't know. They didn't want him. He didn't. They, this guy didn't want to be another Richard Pryor. 
He didn't want to think, but so so Eddie Murphy. Okay. So you got Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Trading places. Yes. The actor is Denholm Elliott, who played Brody. Bro, yep. He's the and he's yes. the, he's the butler. I was even thinking about Brody. I, you, I'm like, it's Indy's right hand guy. He was the principal. You're ripping right through, and I'm like, he stopped. It's the, <laughs> it's the professor in in the in the school. Yeah, he's yeah. always one wanting Indy to go out on the event. Okay, yes. No, that's a good one because I, it's, he's he's in each movie. On, uh, Last Crusade, he's in a lot. Yes, he is a lot. But he's only first, he's only in the first one for a few minutes. A few minutes. Yeah, that's in the beginning. So that's a good one. One of the one of the trivia's that I did run across here, and I forgot to put it in here, was um, you fucking got me. They did not want Jamie Lee Curtis to be in this movie, really, because Jamie Lee Curtis, before Trading Places, had only done horror movies. She done right. Halloween, Halloween Two, um, Meat Train, or whatever that was, or uh, Prom Night, or something else. Right. And she said that she had, even though everybody says that in horror movies. Uh, they always take advantage of the girl, like you know, because they have her tops off and everything. She said, "I was never asked to take my my clothes off until I was in trading places." And the first day, they asked me, "Would I mind going topless for a scene?" And I say, "Thank you, Jamie Lee." And but, she did. Yeah, I Good say thank you. you. I say thank you. Pre- we appreciate that. But yeah, it's kind of funny. It's key to world peace, Greg. Boobs. The key. If we had more boobs, there'd be less anger. Why would you be angry? Exactly. I mean, what are we doing? Exactly. Okay. It's up to you, ladies. Hook me up with a buzzer, buddy. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here it comes. All right. Well, I shit the bed last week because I didn't know smoking. <laughs> I still get the text. I've been randomly texting him throughout the week. God damn it, smoking. All right. There's okay. The buzzer. So we're going to go back to football. I tried to put some hockey ones together for you, but the hockey ones were just too easy. Hockey? Just too easy. There's nothing I could come up with that you wouldn't know all five right off the top of your head. Is hockey coming out soon? I think that today is Tuesday, which means that hockey starts on Wednesday. Correct. All right, so what we did here this week is we have the longest playoff appearance drought in the NFL history. Okay. Okay, I have the top ten here. You only get points for the top five. I will tell you that one team is in here twice, but they are not in the top five. Okay. I'm going to start off with... The Detroit Lions. Wait a minute. Longest drought? Have not having been to the playoff, not having won a playoff game. Doesn't matter if they won or lost, it's making a playoff appearance. Being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well shit, you, that goes against everything I just looked at earlier this week. You the one you posted was the one that I was gonna do mm-hmm. about longest uh time in between playoff wins. Right. And I'm like, well, he just made that post, so I guess we'll change it up a little bit. <laughs> That's why okay. Playoff win. Okay, yeah, you're right. This is playoff appearances. Okay. Shit. Appearances. I will say this. Number ten is twelve seasons. So if Detroit Detroit has been every ten years, they they break it. Which they've I mean they've been, but they've gotten their asses kicked. And I will also give you a free one there because there was a misunderstanding. And you, no, always, that's, you, you always give me a free one too. That's no big deal. You always give me a free one. Um, Cincinnati has to be on that list. Thank you. Cincinnati's number five. 14 seasons, 1991 to 2004. Yep. They were absent. Um, Marvin Lewis used to take them all the time, but they would lose every single time. Yeah. But that's been quite a while. Fair a while. Fair. fair um, yeah. Uh, appearances. We got to go Jets. Really? Yeah. 
Because they make it a lot, but they don't go very far. I mean, I remember Bart Scott going, can't wait. Yeah. I mean, that was two years in a row they went to the AFC Championship game. They, they, and right. they, they, they were always like, there's a wild card team or whatnot. They just weren't good enough to win. Uh, O'Donnell. This is going to be tougher than I thought. Playoff appearances, longest drought of just going. Mm hmm. Um, the, the clues that I can give you are think about the teams that are always just why bother watching because I mean I already said Detroit and Cincinnati yeah number number one two and three are tied for the same length and it was 17 seasons 17 seasons without making the playoffs yep that is the longest stretch in NFL history and three teams hold it Holy shit! And it and and listen, this isn't necessarily modern day. This is since the it. merger. I'll say the Patriots. Mm. Uh, Fuck! I'm really shitting the bed on this one. It's all right. It, I I thought it might be a little bit. I thought it might be a little bit easier than that, but it's okay. I honestly, I would have only gotten two. I, I would have only gotten two. I'm out. I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start with this one. No clue. Part of me wanted to say the Patriots because it sounds like a trick question, mm-hmm. but they made it and got whooped by the the Niners again. Again, you only got to make it to a wild card game and lose for that streak to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. For instance, here's one: the team that's in there twice but not in the top five is Tampa. Twelve seasons from 2008 to 2019. Yeah, that makes sense. Which ended this year and um. 1983 to 1996 for 14 seasons. They were number nine and number six. Okay. Who's number one? You still have one more guess. Oh, I do? Yeah. <clears throat> um, Denver. <clears throat> Top 10? No. Greg, officially, officially, my mind is off of football. Understood. It's all hockey I'm sorry. Right I, now. I th- well, it's, I am, I am all dialed in on a hockey right number now. Ten, number 10 was the St. Louis Los Angeles Rams after the greatest show on turf after after that those 12 seasons. Tampa was number 9, Oakland 2003 to 2015 All right. was 13 seasons. Kansas City from 1972 to 1985 was 14 seasons. Then Tampa Bay 1983 Kansas to 96. Hey, they remember they weren't good for a long time. Okay, You're right. then then Cincinnati Cincy. Yep. Number 4 is the St. Louis Arizona Cardinals from 1983 to 1997. These are the ones I thought I got two of these three, just mm-hmm. because. Number three is New Orleans. Yeah. From 1970 to 1986. Number two is Buffalo from 2000 to 2016. And number one is the Cleveland Browns from 2003 to 2019. Buffalo would not even cross my mind because of the four Super Bowls they went to. Fair, it, but, it, it, but it those... Just- but it those four Super Bowls seem, it, I, I know were what, 91, 92, 93, and 94. I know, but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Understood. Yeah, because uh, their first Super Bowl was here in Tampa against the Giants. I was in boot camp, so that was January of 90, February of 91. And in fairness, the only other reason is hockey starts tomorrow. I Good enough. Maybe that How wasn't, am I supposed to know this? Maybe that wasn't as easy as I thought it was. You know what? I figured, I figured with Cleveland winning the other night and everybody making such a hullabaloo about how they finally broke the curse and got into the playoffs, I figured that one would be a gimme. All right. Hey, we're tied. See? There you go. New year, new you. All right. Top top five list this week. This list, I have a whiteboard here in the office where I write down all these different suggestions of flag fell again. 
I'll have a better I'll have a better system for you next week. It's all right. This was um, a suggestion that was actually given to us by a Patreon sponsor, Joe Stillwell. What? Good job, Joe. Yep, we appreciate that. This week's top five list is the top five movie universes that we would like to live in. Yes. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. My number one was instant. 100%. My, I'm, I'm assuming we have the same number one, so let's save it. My other four was hard. I had a hard... This was one of the hardest lists I've done because... I would come up with a universe that was cool, but then I'm like, but I don't want to live there. Right. For instance, nah, well, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw the ones out that I thought were cool, but you know didn't. So um, who, who wants to I'll, go first? I'll, I'll give n- no reactions, so, so I don't spoil anything. Okay. Are you going to throw out your honorable mentions now, or are you going to save them? No, I'll save them. I'll, oh, okay, I'll, cool. I'll, the ones that I came up with, but then I'm like, I don't want to live in that universe. Okay. Well, here's one. For instance, Marvel. It's an awesome universe, but if you're not a superhero, it's just like here. Okay. Fair okay. enough. All right. All right, go ahead. Sound reasoning, sir. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So, I'm starting? Yeah, go Number for it. Number 5. Yeah. Middle Earth. See, Fuck yes. I wanted to do Middle yes. Earth and I'm like, "You know what? I'd end up being a fucking hobbit." No, 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 it's it's no. You can't think that way. I want to be a fucking Urukai. That's what I would I, yeah, or the Just a or big, a Nazgûl. I want to be a Nazgûl. Oh. Yeah, are I mean, you right? Kidding? Right? Okay, my number five was uh, Men in Black. Never crossed my mind. Good one. This, uh, dude, this was hard. I literally stood in front of my DVD collection out there going, But is God that damn only it. if you can be a Men in Black? Or knowing there's a chance See, that's you can kind, be one? See, that's kind of the spoiler. I mean, you'd have aliens that you could deal with, even though you wouldn't know that they were aliens, so I, I don't know. Okay. But it, it's a, it would be a fun universe. Either way, that's a good pull, because it did not even cross my mind. You'd have, to be, you'd have to be a Men in Black or an alien, I guess. Right. All right. So number four? Yep. MCU. Okay. Specifically, X-Men. Because they made Deadpool a mutant. Okay. They could make you a mutant. Okay. All right. Good enough. Yep. And I, I, and, and I wrote down, give me them claws. Snick, snick. Yeah. Fair. All right. So mine do have a couple of caveats. Um, so my number four would be Harry Potter, but only if I could be a wizard. <laughs> totally fair. Right? Totally if I'm fair. If I'm not a wizard, fuck off. Just go to the school. <laughs> Just gotta find the trade. You mu- <laughs> but muggles don't have wizard powers. I'll figure that out when I watch him. Okay. <laughs> oh, he was doing it because he he was palming the the quarter and yeah. All right, it's coming out of people's ears. Got you. My number three. <sighs> Game of Thrones. Oh, that would be a brutal universe to live in. Brutal, but that would be rough. You're dead when you're like eighteen. You're that, probably not necessarily. What if you had a dragon? If you had a dragon, you'd probably be a badass. What if you had a house? What, 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 when I say house, I mean what, what if you were like Winterfell was your was your jam? I'm I'm okay with it. I mean I I, I agree. I can't I can't say no. This is a perfectly good example of high risk, higher reward. Fair, fair. Yeah, fair. I, I'm going into it with the I want everything. Okay. I I want to I want a place. I like it. I'm okay with that. Give me a castle. Boom. You know what I mean? Castle with a gate with with the boil. I, I want. I just. I just want to use the murder halls. Just I want once. a moat. A moat. <laughs> so you can have a boat. Or what was the one that had the hole in the sky? They would kick people out of the hole. And oh yeah. Because yeah. it was like in the clouds. Yeah. How they pulled that off, I don't know, but it was awesome. Right. Yeah. Game of Thrones. All right. Cool. Uh, my number three, Space Jam. Oh. You know what I? Okay. Never mind. I'll save it for when we're done. Good one. Uh, because good one. At least I could go meet bugs, right? 
And play some hoop. Yeah. Shoot shoot with, some hoop. With, with Michael, Bill with, Murray? With the real goat. Larry Bird. Yeah. The two goats. Yep. Bill Murray and Michael Jordan. Fair enough. Yeah. There you go. Fucking sweet. Yeah. You right. didn't see Michael Jordan chase another two teams to go get win a title, nope. a, a universal title. That's right. Right? Absolutely. He knew who he wanted to play with. Fucking A. The original GOAT. The original. Bugs Bunny. Boom. There you go. Number two. This was really tough not to be my number one. Okay. This was really tough. But I would do this in a heartbeat. Zombie land. <laughs> All right. Are you kidding me? A never-ending search for Twinkies? But yeah. you get to crush some zombie faces? Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Okay. 100%. Good enough. In the zombie world period, I think I would do quite well. I think I think a lot of people would. I, I don't think the zombies are what you have to worry about. Common sense. Yeah, like The Walking Dead. You have to have a lot of common sense. Yeah, fair. My number two, even though this movie was fucking awful... I would still want to live in the universe because it was such a huge part of my childhood, and that was Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, deep cuts. Yeah, that's. Do you know that there's a new Dungeons and Dragons movie coming in 2022? With I Chris, do with Chris Pine. I've man, I hope it's good. I've heard about them making this movie for the past I don't know 15 years. 15 years, yeah. Yep. Hurry the fuck up. What I, what are we doing? I, what are we doing? Again, like, we're like the O'Douls of movies. I agree, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, number one was super. You want to say it at the same time? I bet we don't have the same one. I'll bet we do. If we don't, I'll be surprised. Is your Star Wars? Yeah. Okay, no. 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 My, mine was easy. Zombieland and Star Wars was like, man. I knew I knew Star lasers, Wars would be on your list, and I, and I agree. The great thing about living in the Star Wars universe is you can always get a job with the Empire. You, you're running low on money? I, they, we're, they're fucking hiring, right? I'm telling you right now, if I couldn't get in the Rebel Alliance, which probably wouldn't have, Stormtrooper all day. Yeah, Give I mean, me, it's I, easy. I'm a stormtrooper it's easy. all day. You don't even have to be good at your job. You can just shoot in the air and go, oh, oh you're a stormtrooper. No, here's the difference. I'm a good shot. I will advance rapidly. 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 Before I know it, I've got a cool colored helmet telling all where the other ones where to go. Until you're on that big globe that blows up. <laughs> no, see, I'd be smarter than that. I want an off-duty station. Uh, off. Can, can you station me in Hawaii, please? Can you just send me down to Tatooine? <laughs> I hear they've got great steaks. <laughs> My number one was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's the one that almost made my list, but I, at the last second, I didn't. Uh, mostly for the same reason of Space Jam. It would just be, you know what I mean? Like, I mean... You can only I, get I, away with so many I, shenanigans. I know. Right? I love cartoons. It would be great. It would be fun. It was, it was a, you know, set in a simpler time, blah, blah, blah. Um, <sighs> see, some of, the, some of the ones that I had, like, I think Star Trek would be a good one to live in because of all the... Almost made it. All the stuff that they have, and so many, so and, and everybody one, can benefit from it. Here's why Star Trek would be an awesome world, universe to live in. There's no money, Greg. Right. There's no money in no Star money. Trek. No money in Star Trek. You just walk and up. Look and, at all the cool shit they have. Yeah. Every they have everything. I mean, you want to go see your parents? They're out in California. Just hop in the transporters. Boom, done. You're good. Here they are. Hey, I want to. I want to join up and be in this academy. Okay, come on. Yeah. You can go. Right. You, you're in. You're in. Don't um, cost nothing. Another one was uh, uh, this one I didn't want to be in because of the danger was Jurassic Park. I mean, oh. I'm like, that'd be great, but you're going to get eaten. You know what I mean? Again. What a cool universe to be in, but... And and on on that same token, Terminator. Yeah. See? No thanks. Yeah. Jurassic Park, how hard is it to avoid dinosaurs? They're not sneaking up on you. I don't know. I've watched, again, this, I've again, watched this movie a few times. It's pretty fucking hard. Again. <laughs> 
again, <clears throat> stupid people get killed first. That's fair. T-Rex on the loose and you're going to hide out in an outhouse? Come on. He was a lawyer. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. <laughs> he was a cheap lawyer. He was. He, he was, was not a, good at his job. He was a recurring character on Miami Vice a lot. I will say, Richard would not have run into the outhouse. No, he wouldn't have. Richard would have freezed. And Richard would not have died with his pants around his ankles. I don't think he had his pants around his ankles. For the sake of argument, but he did. But for the sake of argument, he had it. You know why? Because it's Tuesday. <laughs> the day and before tomorrow hockey season. tomorrow is hockey. There you go. That's it. Another action-packed episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, visit visit our Patreon page. Uh, please. If, please uh, visit our YouTube page. Like and subscribe. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Mike's phone number, which is... 727-793-4954. There is a... It's a standing... It's a standing offer of a prize. It's just a long-running joke. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, still no text, Greg. Still none? It, what the hell? I... It's only been a year, almost. Well, when did this joke start? A few months ago? Uh, yeah. Three four, months? Three or four or five, yeah. I can't remember what. I, I did get one text. It was Aaron. I said, yeah. nice try. Yeah. I mean, we we appreciate it. I worked with you, dickhead. Can't remember what it was, what we started it for. It was funny, though. He, he was. said something like, hey, if you're that hard up for friends. Yeah. Was It, it was either Aaron or Joe. I can't remember. I think it was Aaron. I think it was Aaron. I think Joe texted you as well, but Aaron was one that said uh, for friends. He was the first one. I was like, no, damn it. This is not what I was looking for. Um, but he loved the guy. Yeah, of course. Patreon supporter. Absolutely he is. We appreciate that very much. We appreciate all you guys. And Greg, what does the Patreon supporter's money go towards? Oh, 33% of it goes towards uh, care packages for deployed troops, which we what? have to do. Military troops overseas, Military Greg? troops overseas. United States troops? United States troops. Support the troops. Not the dipshits that are storming the Capitol. The good ones. The good guys. Not the, the good ones. Not the Water Buffalo member that was the speaker for the day. What the fuck was he wearing? That's awesome. What the fuck was he wearing? I'm, I'm Take right and wrong out of it. Yeah. How funny is that picture? Did you see the article about him being in court going, yeah. going to his hearing about how he couldn't eat because he's, only, he's, only, he's a vegan? Not couldn't eat. Won't eat. Won't eat. Because he's not getting Whole Foods. Got Oh, it's got to be organic. It's got to be organic. It has to be organic. I mean, when you go to jail, don't you kind of take the whole organic thing and have to throw it out the window? I mean... Hey, dipshit, you know what is organic? The shit coming out of your ass. Yeah, Eat that. No kidding. We'll see you next week. Um, let's go home and read The Punisher. Okay. The day before hockey season. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way that we could work in The Punisher in a hockey story. Oh, give, give me 10 minutes. Bye, guys. Later. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries the... something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick... in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever.
And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.